Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Roosevelt, Arizona, which is in the mountains, desert east of Phoenix, Arizona. Now, Phoenix is in a valley. There's a mountain range. If you go over that mountain range to the east, you'll find what's called Roosevelt Lake. And it's a large lake. Of all of the lakes and the reservoirs combined in Arizona, if every single lake was full and Roosevelt was empty, it'd be about 5% of the capacity. <laughs> so Roosevelt, it says it's, you know, 80% full. That means it's like the whole entire system is 75% full. I mean, that's just it's an enormous lake and the biggest reservoir here in Arizona that feeds the valley. Now, next to that, up in the mountains to the west of that, going up the east side of the slope of the mountain range that separates that area from the valley, the Phoenix area, is a, um, a, a canyons up here. And it's where Revis Mountain School here is run by a guy named Peter Bigfoot that's been here for decades, guy like the 80s. And that's a whole other long story that Frank introduced me, Frank Tamburi from the Truant Report. You know, we... Um, uh, years ago, like a decade ago, we come up here. Bob Anderson, that uh, is a good friend, he had been up here hiking before and so on. And it's very remote. And as we brought the Jeep back here, it was a lot further than I remember off of the road because I'd been here like a decade ago. So we took our time today. Donna got to have a tour. Peter gave us, uh, he's uh, 82 years old now. Man, he kick your butt too. You know, the guy's got it going on. But the... Um, there's a bunch of chickens you may hear in the background, turkeys. They have large gardens, and they have a spring that runs through, and you got cactus everywhere. I mean, all around here, sorrel cactus and stuff. But you have this one itty-bitty stream that when it rains, it'd be a flood. Well, they have solar-powered everything and solar-powered well pump that takes it from the creek and puts it into a 9,000 gallon uh, water tower now or tank that's on the ground that goes up God at least 20 feet or so. Well, that one is 9,000 gallons. During the summer when he's watering trees and plants, he goes through that tank twice a day. So we're talking like 20,000 gallons 
oh my goodness, you need some water. But he's turned it into an oasis of learning also. Now, he knows a lot of botanicals, plants here in the desert, that he takes and I guess he uses alcohol, he uses moonshine, you know, and he makes tinctures. And that's how Dr. Frank knows him. It was classes that were done for medical students that come out and learn natural herbs and healing and so on, which he does classes on that too. Now, what has happened, I talked to Peter a little bit. We've been yakking it for hours, and it took us like two and a half hours to get out here from the West West Valley. And it was a, a beautiful drive. It's a great day, and man, cat giant swirls everywhere. Well, here in this little valley, you have trees. You know, it's 60, 70, 80-foot trees, you know, because you have water. So this was, it's very remote, very isolated, very... You got to know what you're doing or you're going to die. But he knows what he's doing. He's got a really nice place to live up here, but also has lots of students, interns, people that want to learn how to live off the land, people that want to make sure that they uh, are healthy and understand about plants. It's also Revis Mountain School. I think that's what they call it, right? School of Self-Reliance. Revis, R-E-E-V-I-S, I believe. Correct. Now, we'll include some pictures. Donna put just getting up here. You know, the canyons you go through and the river beds, beautiful. You know, so you can take a look. That's a lot what you're seeing. We just took these a couple hours ago, you know, these pictures that you're seeing here. So this is um, really unique. Now, the reason we're up here is Cobus is a gentleman from South Africa. Now, he came to America to uh, land of milk and honey, because, you know, because, and then... Uh, land of the free. Uh, well, he thought that. <laughs> and then he found out, you know, eh, maybe not so much. So we'll get to Cobus here in a little bit. But I, uh, the reason is because we have a good friend that a lot of you may know in Colorado that uh, one of his relatives had encouraged him to talk to Cobus about doing... Uh, an invisible trust. The, there's You hear about trust all the time. Put this in a trust, a trust, a trust. So we've been researching that as we are getting ready to take possession, take ownership, purchase, here's the money, give me my, you know, my deed for land. And Donna and I were, you know, we're really getting a lot of pressure from a lot of the sellers that want to close deals before the end of the year. And, and I know why. Because at you know by the end of the year, all of a sudden, what are we going to find out? We're going to find out that the economics of this planet is going to go kapooey. And we've, we've been sitting back waiting, oh, here we go. Well, do we wait? Do we get a chance of losing the properties that we want? Or do we kind of, yeah, you know, this pile of assets is getting bigger than that pile of dirt. So And then we'll make the exchange. But when we do the exchange... How would we take ownership and possession of the land? Well, you know, uh, our good friend up in Colorado, he said, oh, you got to talk to this guy, Cobus, and he happens to be in Arizona. So we got, you know, text messaging back and forth or telegramming, you know, whatever. And uh, he goes, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, uh, we get him on the phone. He goes, yeah, I'm in this small town. It's called uh, 
uh, Roosevelt. I'm like, oh, okay, Lake Roosevelt over there is a little, you know, it's not much of a town, but, you know, I, I know about where you're at. And uh, so you're kind of in Arizona. You're over the, the mountain, mountain, mountain over there a couple hours away. I mean, as a crow flies, not that far, but you got to drive around the mountain. So um, I'm going, and he started describing it. Yeah, guy that's up here. Doing, I'm going, you at Peter Bigfoot's place? You know, reason he goes, holy crap, you know him? You know, it's like, yeah, you know, the, the, some of us do. So we got to come up and visit with him. And he's 82. It's been a decade since I've seen him. He looks the same. I mean, you know, the guy got this uh, you work hard youth thing going on. So what happened was, as I remember it, you know, we'll, uh, maybe we can bring in uh, Peter. He's busy off doing stuff, and we can clarify this. But there was a group of, um, oh, call them homesteaders now, but a lot of them back then, the zombie apocalypse of the um, Cold War between Russia and the U.S., and this is back in the oil embargoes and the Moscow Olympics, you know, get boycotted by the, the Winter Olympics by the U.S., and Afghanistan gets invaded. People are like, what? Man, we, you know, zombie apocalypse be a coming. Armageddon be a coming. So mm-hmm. we're, we need to find a place that we can ride this out, be healthy outside of the radiation cloud, and, you know, be able to survive and be healthy. And that's where this place came in. So that had a lot of popularity at the time. A lot of people wanted to uh, be up there. They started building, and then it became more of a school. And uh, they got a lot of production to show you what they can do. And that, and they're doing it. You know, they added solar. They got you know homes made of big, giant rocks. I'm like, how in the heck did you move these rocks, man? This is Egyptian stuff. You know, I'm like, what the heck? Well, I used to be stronger. You ain't that strong. I don't know if you had help with that one or a machine or something. But there's, you know, uh, some of these buildings are here to stay forever. So it's been really interesting to see. Now he wants to protect it. You know, it's like, you know, I, I'm not sure what the details are, you know, Cobus can help us with that, but that's why Cobus is here. Now, he's from South Africa, and during the years of the apartheid police state, and he came to America to study computer science. He later got his uh, bachelor's of computer science, and, you know, his anticipation of being, you know, in the land of the free and the home of the brave, and he became very disappointed you know, pretty soon, you know, it took him a few years to discover that America was really just a, a slave plantation with willing slaves that are subjected to they, them, those. So um, as he started doing a little bit more research and everything, you know, he's finding it because from South Africa, you know, you have the tradition of common law. You know, that's, you know, you're going up against the crown, at least that used to be. And then, of course, they beat that out of you, you know. But in America, he's going... Well, maybe they know what it's like to, you know, know, be free and none of this, you know, Freemason, Statonism, lying, cheating court system we ripped it off from you, you know, kind of thing. So then he's like, all right, well, now America's become the biggest police state on the planet. It has a high incarceration rate. And he wanted to, you know, learn what what, what happened to America. So as he went on this discovery, he discovered private, non-statutory trusts. And how it can protect your, you and your assets from they, then, those, and the man. So this is what 
he has been working on. And over <laughs> time, he created the web page. You'll find it in the description archive page here. Now, this show is, uh, what is today? It is December 18th or 19th? 19th. 19th. December 19th, 2023. So you go to that or you look up Cobus, K-O-B-U-S, in our uh, guest list in the archive, and you'll come to this show. Now, he his webpage is theinvisibletrust.org, theinvisibletrust.org. Now, we are interested because how do we take possession? How do we... You know, list who the owner, not owner, trust, trustee, what all that stuff on our land that we wish to purchase. And, you know, how will we structure it? What will we call it? How would we, you know, uh, enter in any relationship, if at all, with the man? So this is why we got Cobus up here, and it just happened to be he was in Arizona, and we were willing to make the effort to come up and show Donna, you know, uh, the facility up here and what's going on, and to have a conversation with Cobus. All right, so I'm going to shut up because I wanted to get all that in because once he goes, you can't stop him, all right? It's kind of like me. So what we're going to do is turn it over to Cobus, fill in any gaps that I had here, and then what we're talking about, why this is important, and the biggest thing is how safe am I? You know, I just, yeah, I'll just do it. He, well, Cobra said it was okay. Well, mm-hmm. he's in South Africa. Man, what the heck? You know, you're going to save me? He's going to come talk to the man for me? You know, how's this going to go? So that's what we're going to do. Cobus, welcome to the show. I'm glad we got to come up and visit with you and hmm. reconnect with Peter Bigfoot and his staff up here and so on. And... How did you find out about Peter Bigfoot? What's he doing? How he's in Arizona, like me. I want to. I want to be like Peter Bigfoot. What's he doing? So go ahead and explain uh, what you're doing for him and how it might apply to us. Thank you, Ernie. I appreciate your invite to be on your show. I'm very honored to be here. So uh, yeah, Peter Bigfoot. You know, I think. Uh, uh, COVID woke a lot of people up, and I think a lot of people realize. Um, you know. Uh, we're, we're not free. And so everybody that's drawn to this whole freedom movement, right, and wanting to learn to live free, to be left alone, you know. Uh, if, if anybody's seen the movie free St- The Free State of Jones, you all got to go watch that. And the famous speech right. done by um, Matthew, uh, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Exactly. Uh, the, the four or five points that he made in that speech uh, should put chills up your spine. So so guys like Peter and a lot of people that I meet <clears throat> all over the country, okay? Uh, we're all cut from the same cloth. We we want to be we want to be left alone. And so and and I'm going to go into explaining to you guys why it is that that you're being regulated and why you're being being controlled. But so Peter uh was uh, introduced to me by a a mutual friend and and Peter was actually set up with a um initially with a 501c3 we all know that a 501c3 is a tax-exempt um, organization, but I call it an IRS church because uh, that's exactly what it is. It's it's uh, the IRS, um, you know, regulating and controlling your uh, religious activities. Well, you know, that goes completely against the, the spirit of the First Amendment, that no law can exist uh, uh, respecting religion over another or prohibiting the free exercise of religion. So I'm not here today to kind of, uh, you know, get you guys all religious or, or uh, 
promoting a particular type of religion or whatever, but there's some benefits if you, uh, you know, set yourself up with a religious trust. You know, if you ever encounter a judge in America and he's telling you to do something, uh, guess what? One of the ways you can weasel out of it, you could just say, hey, that's against my religion. And that works really well because no... No judge or anybody can compel another person to do something that uh, goes against your religion, conscience, Unless and belief. Unless they want you to take a vaccination. <laughs> well, you can say that's against my religion, too. And, no, and, that's, yeah. and there's a lot of, as a matter of fact, my youngest daughter is in a case right now on that very thing. And it looks like they're, they're getting worried now. They're even asking you know, all the tens of thousands of armed forces that, you know, you had because you wouldn't refuse to get vaccinated. You want to come back? It's all good, man. Yeah. Don't forget, we forgot. Being a Christian, you know, the audience knows that Don and I and our family are Christian. Hmm. And I was looking for, you know, we even looked at this before, is that if we wanted to go uh, some kind of a trust or church status or something like that, you know, what would be the the line? And um, I think it was Peter said it, and this is something I've used in the past, is that when they went to Christ and they go, this money right here, look at this here money. Right. You know, do you have to pay taxes? Are you a taxpayer? Are you, yeah, right. are you a tax scofflaw, huh. you know, to Christ? And he goes, I don't know. Well, show me this, you know, this money you, you're talking about. They, they try to trap him to see if he's a tax evader. Right. Yeah. So he shows the coin, and they, well, it's got Caesar's face on it. It looks, uh-huh. looks like his, you know, rendering to Caesar that which is Caesar's and yeah. God's God's. And then my question was, as a young man, you know, with a young family in church, and I go, is there anything not Caesar's? Because they're going to claim everything. They go, That's, it's, all, it's all ours, and, you know, here's your happy shot, and you'll own nothing, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm just like, you know, render unto Caesar that right. which is Caesar's. Okay. Well, I'm telling, I'm saying I'm not Caesar's. You know, Correct. my life, my liberty, my prop that is not Caesar's. I render, I render unto see that which is, you know what? I'm not using his money. You know, I, I'll i do, you know, uh, precious metals, uh, freaking cords of wood, uh, uh, crypto, whatever. It's not, not his, okay? So that mindset right there, man, I, I take me a religious exemption. So I'm, I'm looking at that, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's, but I need them to define right. What is Caesar's? And they want to say everything. Yeah, so see, I want to say it's not. So now what? Now, I, I have always known um, deep in my spirit that this body that, that was given to me by the divine creator, okay, belongs to me. And it, it was a, a gift to me. And so the, 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 the fruit that this body produces does not belong to the iris. It doesn't belong to Caesar. So how is it that they're able to to lay a stake and lay a claim uh, to to get their share, and and I and I figured it out. This uh, here F sixteen. F- firstly, <laughs> we have to ask the question: Well, what is a tax? Because Christ was confronted with the same question: Are we supposed to pay tax? He didn't directly answer him. He, he first asked him questions. Well, you know, whose face is on this coin? Um, and and he, they said Caesar. It says, well, then render to Caesar that which belongs to Caesar, but render to God that which belongs to God. Well, does your body belong to Caesar? No, Caesar didn't create me, okay? So so how does the scam works? Well, guess what? Um, uh, the, firstly, let's let's define what is a tax. A tax, an, or an income tax, is the usage fee or the royalty payment on the use of somebody else's property. Well, what property? My body? 
the fruit of my labor? That no way. Guess what, guys? Um, I I usually tell people they're not taxing you; they're taxing the use of your commercial title, dummy. Your name on uh, your name is not your name. That name on your driver's license and your passport, your ID, uh, is not your name. That is not you. It's an artificial construct, and and and. Anything that you run through that title, through that name, well, you have to give to Caesar his share because the government uh, set that up upon your birth, okay? So they waited until your parents named you, and then they established a trust, which is very similar sounding in the name. But uh, the problem in, the, with, with, in this country and around the world is that people are suffering from an identity crisis. So I would ask people, well, what's your full legal name? Uh, I'm going to use an example. They'll they'll tell me. Uh, uh, my name is John Henry Smith. I'm like, okay, there's the problem right there, because because that's the name of a trust, okay? And so that's what they're taxing is the use of John Henry Smith. Your name, my name is John Henry, but I'm of the family Smith. So anytime, whether it's in all caps or upper lower, it doesn't matter. If if you see the first, the middle, and the last name combined, or if you don't have a middle name, if it's just the first and the last name combined, that's the name of a Sestakate Trust. Uh, I'll spell that for you. C-E-S-T-U-I and then Q-U-E. Um, to, to learn more about the Sestakate, you need to go back and, and do a Google search on the Sestakate V Act, V-I-E Act of 1666. And and when the when the Vatican uh, created the trust uh, and 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 declared everybody lost at sea and 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 or dead until the living man comes forth. So learn more about that. But the 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 nature of the trust that the government created is is also known as a constructive trust. Okay, um, and I encourage everybody to go go pick up a, a copy of the Black's Law Legal Dictionary and look up look up the definition of words, guys. You. Uh, you, you'll be amazed at what you what you find there, and that and the words that you think mean things mean exactly the opposite. Okay, I want to inject here a little <coughs> bit, you know, to give some credibility to what you're talking about. Yeah. As I went through a lot of my, I've been to the Ninth Circuit as my own attorney or oral argument before the Ninth Circuit. I've got three cases, uh, Supreme Court in Arizona. I've dozen lawsuits. I'm mm-hmm. just about it. I mean, when I was in the 90s, I wanted, one, make them make you and make them say it. Mm-hmm. Say it! I mean, you know, I just yeah. wanted to make them say it. I wanted to understand. No, say it. Because a lot of times, it's just a hologram. They they present this these shadows on the cave wall and just kind of scare you. And, you know, and if you press back even a little bit, they go, damn it, he found out. I mean, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yep. So when you start talking about it, you know, like I've heard all this before, the capital letter this and the trust that, and they use this as a collateral. This hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Rising fees have made Bitcoin useless for purchases, but Dash continues to have fees less than one cent per transaction and its features ensure Dash is undefeated as the most useful cryptocurrency in the marketplace. From a technical standpoint, Dash transactions are irreversible, and its network is protected from 51% attacks by their Chainlocks technology. There's no need to wait for a confirmation before considering a Dash transaction complete, so it's great for merchants. 
Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Big thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. This hour, Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is a cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Let's talk about your positive experiences using Dash. Dash has transaction fees that are less than one cent. Dash transactions are instant irreversible, and are protected from 51% attacks by its chain locks technology. Dash is the world's first decentralized autonomous organization. BitRefill allows for discounted purchases at national retailers. We want to thank Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use. Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're talking to Copus J, the Invisible Trust dot org the invisible trust dot org lots of great information on how you can maintain your privacy your wealth and um um your leave me aloneism let's continue listening in my conversation with cobus j the invisible trust dot org make them make you and make them say it mm-hmm. say it i mean you know i just yeah. want to make them say it i want to understand no say it because a lot of times it's just a hologram. They they present this these shadows on the cave wall and just kind of scare you and you know. And if you press back even a little bit, they go, "Damn it, he found out." I mean, you know yeah. that kind of thing. Yep. So when you start talking about, you know, like I've heard all this before. The capital letter this and the trust that, and they use this as collateral for you know China to pay you know for treasury bills that, you know, we're all slaved and uh, property on the plantation of the next guy that owns us, you know. So I, I, I understand all that. The thing is, is that I'm, I'm looking for things that they left open for they, them, those, the elite, you know, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the connected, they, they know how to do Yeah, we can do it. We don't want the, we don't want the plebs to know, man. Don't tell the people because then they might do it, you know, that kind of thing. So a lot of times we kind of cross into that territory. Well, it was just, I, I want to remind the audience that we just did a show with uh, David Webb on the book, the taking, you know, the great taking. And it's all the, preliminaries that were he was a hedge fund manager that uh found out in 08 what was really going on and that when the great reset happens and it all comes crashing down and the bankruptcies go and everything anything that you have in any kind of financial interest with the government you know like uh, your pension funds your stock certificate on and on and on and on and on it's already gone it's not yours it's a, you know it's like a bank account. Well, it's kind of your money. You just can't use it now, you know. So yeah. it's it's you don't really have property, and they made sure of that in writing, ink on paper. In July of 08, three months before it crashed, I wrote an article, <laughs> the 
greatest depression, why we're so screwed, you know, or why we're so screwed, the coming greatest depression. And in that article, I wrote exactly what he was talking about. So I can see here, it's called this, this is a long story. But the point was, is I could see that they changed definition and they added little bits of ink on paper that it's not yours now and it's theirs and you'll own nothing and here's your happy shot okay so i could see exactly what you're talking about what they were doing to take all our wealth but it's also you're finding out it's you you are collateral for them to you know borrow money from china or something so as you start to realize that all this paper stuff has been for they them those to enrich themselves again just like they've they've done periodically over time and this trust thing is how they're doing it you know and Correct. and there's a mechanism by which we can protect ourselves that yep. we can go okay we figured out the game you know we'll do this so it's not as crazy to me, as it is to a lot of people, yeah. because I've done enough shows, I've done enough research, I've had it beaten into my head by people just like you, trying to convince me, this is what you got to do, you know, and you should, and you got it, and if you don't, you're a moron, you know, kind of thing. So right before I'm making the biggest purchase of my life, we're going to be paying cash for land and then building on ourselves. I'm 62, you know, Donna is, I don't know, whatever, 61, 62, she's... Sometimes we're the same age. but the, uh, So what happens is now with our four kids and 12 grandkids in the valley, why are you living in Arizona, Ernie? Because that's where my grandkids are. I just get over it. You know? That's what's going to happen. So as we're getting ready to take this, I want it of my life's work. Protected. Yeah, it's mine. Exactly. It's not for, I'm not doing this for you, you yeah. piece of – So as I go further and further into this – you can see that the paperwork, the filing with the county, the insuring of it, the you know title research of it. God forbid you do financing, then you're totally screwed. But if you you know you do this, am I uh-huh. able to take this property and it's mine, 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 not theirs, definitely not theirs, uh-huh. mine and not theirs because it's mine. You know, so this is why, and I know. That there are hoops, there are classifications, there are taxes, there's jurisdictions, there's venues, all kinds of stuff to screw me. And I don't want to go in blind, especially after all this time that I have had so much evidence, so many stories, people like you, that, but I didn't really have the opportunity. But now, yeah. as I'm going to do it, why the hell do I want to believe Cobus? When you're going to be in South Africa, or you got a home in yeah. Croatia, or you're going to be like, hey, yo, man, over here, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, this sucks. You know, what are you going to do for me? So I need to have a fuller understanding of what you're talking about okay. and how these trusts, you don't have to convince me that they exist. You don't have to convince me that they're using them against me. I got tons of evidence of that. But I need to make sure that, one, it's legal, that we're doing it correctly. That we're defining it correctly, you fill it out correctly, that, you know, there's something else I got to do before, you know, there's some way I got to be, you know, before I, you know, sign these, all of a sudden I got to change everything, you know, I got to go do my driver's license different. Driver's, you got a driver's license, you communist? I mean, you know, I, I understand, okay, I've heard this all before, but now I'm ready to do it. So I, you got to convince yeah. me and the audience 
that I'm, <coughs> you know, I'm not, you know, Absolutely. jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. Definitely. Okay? And that's why I have to lay the foundation first and get people to understand first and foremost that your commercial title that you use in commerce is not you. It doesn't belong to you. It's a fiction. It's an artificial construct. More importantly, it's a, it's a United States trust account. And if it's a United States trust account, guys, it doesn't belong to you. That means anything that you put in that person's name uh, does not belong to you. You have to go read Senate Document 43 that every, all property is within the state. So you don't really truly own your land. You only have a uh, legal title to it. Uh, they have um, uh, equitable title. What does but, that mean? See, that's one thing in the stock they were saying. Yeah. Um, uh, stock certificates used to be, for 400 years, was property. You know, if your broker went bankrupt, mm-hmm. they gave you back your certificate, yours. Now it's like, well, you had beneficiary interest in it. You had, you know, this kind of lower down the totem pole of they got paid before you kind of thing, you know. So this is, and they just did it with a stroke of a pen. Mm-hmm. So I need to know when you say this kind of stuff, yeah. I need to be on the top of the list. And as a uh, bank account, I mean, you got, I mean, you got to have a bank account. But if you're doing any kind of commerce, I need to do it in such a way that I haven't agreed to be their slave yeah. from the beginning. Well, again, like I said, uh, your your legal title. When you when you say I own my own my house and I own my car, well, who owns it? It's that your first middle last name, which is a trust account, which is a United States trust account. That is the entity that owns it, and you think that that's you, but it's not you. So that's why. We get away, uh, you know, Rockefeller's famous words, own nothing but control it all. You don't want anything in that your name because your name is not your name. This is why we set up a totally separate trust with a totally different identity. It's got nothing to do with you, okay? It's going gonna, it's gonna to have its own EIN number for banking purposes. But we're going to call the trust something along the lines of help. Right, EIN number is a identification number for the ta- paying taxes or whatever, that, which is usually right. a social security number. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. <clears throat> Excuse me. Persons have social security numbers. So if you want a corporation, you need to get an EIN for the corporation. Um or in the case of a trust, uh, you get an EIN for the trust. So it, it has its own identity, okay? So so it's got nothing to do with you. So, uh, you know, forget about the driver's license and all of that stuff right now. It's very important that all of, all of you need to look into, ch- at some point, change your status because it's very important because the the government and the courts automatically assume that you are that trust name. So you are considered the trust, okay, known as John Henry Smith, that first, middle, last name combined. You know, my name is John, but I'm a, the family Smith, okay? I don't have a last name. And so when you walk in front of a judge, he asks you to state your name for the record, there you go. You just you just uh, identified yourself as the trust. So now the judge says, well, that trust is our property. So sit down, shut up. You are now the property. You are the trust. So every one of us are already living in trust. We've been operating under a this trust, which is, uh, you know, go go flip your money over. On the back of your money, uh, there's uh, the, the name in God we trust. It's nothing to do with the American people putting their faith and trust in God. It's the name of a trust. And you, I can prove it to you. Go to Pennsylvania and you can look it up. It's registered with the Secretary of State. Uh, the in God we trust is is registered there doing business as USA Incorporated. Okay? <laughs> there you go. So all of us are under a trust. Okay? Your legal name. So, wait, 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 wait. So this trust that they got. Yeah. 
you know, they, because I remember, you know, it's USA Inc., you yeah. know, after uh, the uh, Depression, they kind of declared bankruptcy and started over and right. kind of we getting screwed because bankers and lawyers. Mm-hmm. But the, um, so it, you go there and it'll say, in God we trust is a trust. That's right. Because any legal entity ending with the word trust is a trust. You cannot ha- uh uh, you you so can't. In God we. Yeah, it's, it's called in God we. Exactly. Yeah. You and, sons of man. Exactly. You know that that, and, that no, they wouldn't do that. That'd but, be wrong. But more importantly, <laughs> Ern, it's it's a religion. Okay, it's a religion. Flip flip the dollar back over to the front, and you'll see all of these Freemason symbols. Well, there's no secret that uh, that Freemasonry has already been exposed as being the secret religion of Satan. So they brought us all under this religion. Okay, known uh, 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 you know called Freemasonry. And so we don't even know it, but we're, we're operating all of our lives. And, and I tell people, the root cause of all your problems, your financial problems, is that you have been operating all of your life under the wrong kind of trust. It's called the in God we trust. So all corporations, LLCs, and your legal person, which is a United States trust account, all comes under the in God we trust. But when we set up a separate trust, a non-statutory trust, okay, uh, let's call it a Mike. Define that. I, I see uh, that no, a lot in your writings, non-statutory yes. trust. Okay, right. what's statutory, what's non-statutory? <coughs> okay, so we all, So those of you who don't know, the United States is not a country and a nation. You know that, right? It's a federal corporation, and it's defined in the United States Code. So the United States Code or the U.S. Code, or commonly referred to as the USC, okay, uh, your local state statutes, your uh, your penal codes for your states, these are all statutes and codes. This is not real law. Those are only prima facie evidence of law, okay? And this is not really truly the intent of Congress, but what they've done is they've reinterpreted the law and created these statutes. And so... Um, so when we're saying statutory law, it could be your IRS law. IRS law typically will be under Title 26 of the United States Code. Uh, that's where you're going to find everything to do with the IRS. Um, and so those are, those are statutes. But when I say non-statutory, it means that we are not under this statutory law jurisdiction. Okay, The law that, 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 that I'm under and that the trust that we're going to set up is under is is called common law, or also some people call it a natural law, uh, constitutional law, uh, God's law, do no harm to others and their property. Okay, it's very important that you suffix it with do no harm to others because there's 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 another common law out there that's called statutory common law, Vatican common law. We want nothing to do with that. So so uh, so when we when we basically if if you typically uh, uh, read your banking agreement, it's going to say that this bank account or this trust is under the laws of the state of Arizona. So what we're doing is we're setting up the trust, uh, that the trust is under common law right of contract, but within the state of Arizona. So jurisdiction is, in, in law, jurisdiction is everything, everything, okay? So, um, um, and and contract is law and law's contract. That's all you have to understand. So every one of us have the right to determine and decide under which jurisdiction we want to operate our lives. Or if you want to go and set up your own person or your own trust, okay, you can choose uh, under to bring it under statutory law, to bring it under under uh, under common law. All right? And so and so uh, uh, judges well, what happens when the government yeah. chooses to not? Well uh, 
you know, again, Christ gave us a choice. He said, render unto Caesar, render unto God. Make your choice. Who do you want to serve? Under which God do you want to operate under? Okay? Because we the people are the currency. No, I understand this, but there's a lot of, you know, and, and I'm sure you've come across this, as you know, a lot of us engaging with the man have, yeah. is that um, if you're going to assert something, if you're going to uh, advocate for your position being whatever it is, and they don't like it, you're going to have to defend it. You're going to uh, you're going to have because if you don't defend it, you don't got it. Absolutely, you have to know where you stand. You have to be able to uh, not to have them knock you out of your square. And 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 in my own experience of life, which I'll, I'll, I'll I can share with you in just a little bit, uh, I I have put it to the test myself uh, many years ago. I've been at this for about fifteen years. And I've gamed the system. I've dealt with the. Okay, with now, the, now that, let's talk about that. First okay. thing before I forget, though, Donna, you know, what I want you to do is in uh, near the top of this, put in the link to the interview with David Webb, because this is definitely interfaces with that. And then put the link to this show on David Webb's archive and for more of how to, you know, do trust, whatever, just, you know, put that in. Because I think they, they cross reference each other. Okay. You know, because a lot of the things that you're talking about, mm-hmm. he was talking high finance and how, you know, your stuff became their stuff. <laughs> well, it's the same freaking thing. You know, they they're, they want, you know, you'll own nothing because they got it all. Well, know, well because you're, because it's all wrapped under that, all, uh, not necessarily all caps main, but first middle last name is is not you. Okay, you think it's you. You're operating your life on you, and that's how the scam works. Is they've got scam. Well, and Lion I mean, tax is not. Yeah. Well, look in first grade, they they look how they taught people to uh, to uh, uh, write their name in block letters. Why? Because in in the the government system, every government system, okay, uh, they don't have your name. They have the name of a trust account. You are just. You know, we're just dumb enough to come and say that's me, that's me, and and the name on the driver's license, John Henry Smith. Yeah, that's me. No, that's not you. That's a trust dummy. And what what your relationship is in respect to that trust is that you should always uh, identify yourself as being the beneficiary of that trust. Okay. Now we'll get into trust because uh, I oftentimes when I speak to an audience, I I ask them uh, that any one of you in in this room ever have a class in high school and college about trust, and I don't get any hands going up. Oh, well, that's no. the most important thing that all of us should have been taught. That's the most essential. Because if you don't understand that that the way that, that your commercial title is a trust and that you're currently operating in trust, then uh, that's how you're being taken advantage of. Because now you go and you open up a bank account in the name of John Henry Smith, and guess what, guys? Uh, John Henry Smith does not belong to you. You're just a quasi-custodian over John Henry Smith. Okay, let me ask you this. All right. If I was to open a bank account, because we just left, uh, we had you know, it's a bank of whatever, Bank of Arizona, then it went bank of, bank of, bank of, bank yeah. of America, okay? And just last year, I think it was before the uh, turn of the 22 um, I think the last day, like 31st or something, I mean, the 30th, Friday, we go in, and I go, and I break with thee, I break with thee, I break with thee. Mm-hmm. And we took all our money, deposits that we're doing, into a credit union. That's here, Southwest, mm-hmm. or whatever the heck, it doesn't matter. I just want to get out of Bank of America, because I know that they're going to be one of the first to freaking fold. And, and here it comes, you know. So, uh, matter of fact, we get a bunch of news on, yeah, they're going down. But the... When they do that, they take all the goody with them because you are this, you know, this trust thing that they 
you totally agreed when you open the bank account and you sign. It's like your iTunes agreement changes every week, you know. And you know, I agree. I totally agree to whatever the heck it was. Well, when you buy a house, you do. You just you know they put little stickers and arrows to sign here, sign here, sign here, and you just whipping through it, and you don't know what the heck you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it does all this kind of stuff using this verbiage. If you and which I've done in the past, I have questions. Question, what the hell is this? Hey, man, if you want to do it, you got. Okay, well, this time is different. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. If I were to do, okay, a good example. In the 90s, they were doing this um, rights reserved UCC thing, Universal Commercial Code. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in your contract or whatever. So you, you could either cite it or you can just write rights reserved. So on my driver's license right now, I pull it out. I mean, you can't hardly see it on the license, but on the actual application, <coughs> Ernest Rights Reserved Hancock. You know, now there was a time mm-hmm. in the 90s when people were doing that and they would get civil violations like a contract with the city of for a traffic stop or ran a red light or whatever the heck, speeding or something. So you would go in and you say, you know, I didn't, I'm, I'm rights reserved. I'm not entered into a contract with the city. You can't preponderance of the evidence of a civil violation, not a criminal. Because mm-hmm. they used to be misdemeanors back until. Oh, the late 80s, early 90s, they were misdemeanors. You know, it was a criminal thing. Well, now I want a jury, and that cop lied, and, you know, whatever. they did. You know, the preponderance of the evidence that you violated the law was him writing you the ticket. So you're guilty, mm-hmm. guilty, guilty, you know. So I could see why they did this. Preponderance of the evidence is the legal stand, not beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's preponderance. The policeman is that preponderance of the evidence, heavily weighted against you and... Life sucks for you. You're guilty. So I understood this. It became a thing. People were doing it. The judges were dismissing them. Well, they figured it out. We're done. Then the attorney general in Arizona, Grant Woods at the time, goes and um, rendered a decision or an opinion that went to the Department of Motor Vehicles, which used to be headed at the time by Russell Pierce, which later became um, uh, president of the Senate, you know, Republican. Well, I remember when this was going on, because I'm politically active and yeah, yeah. you're doing whatever. And what they did is they said, not that you can't do it, it's just this driver's license thing. If you anything other than signing your name, but rights reserved, we don't accept the application. You're not you're not able to opt out. We're not gonna no. let you opt out. Mm-hmm. They started to see what was going on. Yeah. Then later they started letting these, you know, remote areas in a strip center. You can get your title and registration, your driver's license done. By the time they did that, these people, they don't know any different. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. We just processed it. And nobody sent us a memo. We don't care. So people stopped doing it. They were threatened. They didn't let it get viral, that kind of thing. So then once I could go and do that again, then I renewed my driver's license again till I'm dead. You know, how yeah. many gazillion years you get them for now. And I go in, I go, Ernest, rights reserved Hancock. Now, if I was to do this in the future, you know, and, and of course, there are, you know, the caps and all this kind of stuff on my driver's license. If I were to say I am Ernest Theodore, and I'm the third, so I might say that too. Ernest yeah. Theodore, the third of the family Hancock, can I fill out? interfaces with the government that way yeah so what i would do when i when if i would renew my driver's license i would i would i would sign my name okay just put down the word capital b lowercase y colon in front of your signature that creates a separation then sign and then say comma beneficiary okay 
And that's, uh, now you can write other things like all rights reserved, UCC 1-3, or whatever, reserve your rights. Nobody can force you into into slavery. You Every man has the right to reserve their rights. Because, no, we're not giving you your driver's license, boy. And oh, you're well, not going to be able to, you see my point? Yeah, no, they, I get Once it. they start to figure yeah. it out, you know, they're like, yeah. oh, no, 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 you're not allowed to escape. You know, yeah. so but I, I'm just I'm pointing that out because I went through this before. Right. This was God, 25 years ago or so, exactly you know, yeah. 30 years ago. So this is they know that some people know. Yep. So then they started bringing in judges. They called them patriot judges, mm-hmm. and usually it was some pro tem or you know a magistrate yeah. that was retired or something. They bring him in, you know. And this is when you started hearing this. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no constitution in my courtroom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's when that started. Uh, yeah. I was like, "When the heck did that start?" You well, know? you know, I mm-hmm. I have found through my experience that when you resist the devil, he'll flee from you. Basically, it, uh, what they do is they'll throw something at you, hoping that you're going to turn around with your tail between your legs. But right. you have got to stick with it. You have got to not take no for an answer. And if you if they cannot knock you out of that square, they will capitulate. It works every time. The Shire Free Church offers a sanctuary to those seeking an escape from state churches. The Shire Free Church is an interfaith, diverse group of people that may not share identical theological beliefs. As a member in or minister of the Shire Free Church, you are a sovereign individual and may be the faith of your choice. We don't claim to have all of the answers. We are open to all peaceful people. We want to learn from each other. What unifies the Shire Free Church and its diverse members is peace, love, and liberty. There are many paths to God, one for every individual. The Shire Free Church does not define a specific path beyond these parameters that must be your foundation. Peace as your way. Love as your guide. And liberty as your light. Learn more at church.shiresociety.com. That's church. ShireSociety.com. Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember... I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! on Free Talk Live Network on Genesis, and we're talking with Cobus J, TheInvisibleTrust.org. TheInvisibleTrust.org. I'm learning a lot, and I'm sure you are too. Well, you know, I I have found through my experience that when you resist the devil, he'll flee from you. Basically, 
it, uh, what they do is they'll throw something at you, hoping that you're going to turn around with your tail between your legs. But right. you have got to stick with it. You have got to not take no for an answer. And if you if they cannot knock you out of that square, they will capitulate. It works every time. And and uh, <coughs> why well, just want them to say it? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, you know, make them make you, make them say it. Yeah, because no. I I just need to know. You know, are we are we at the point that it yeah. doesn't matter anymore? Right. And I do that with a lot. You know, one of my uh, co-hosts we do a show regularly, and uh, he'll bring up you know a lot of stuff. You know, government's this that and doing things, and I go doesn't matter. I don't care. You know, and that just sends him into I, you don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter I go, because it yeah. doesn't matter to them. They it, it they yeah. don't care. You know, so I don't care. I'm well, trying to position myself in such a what, way that I can be sure right. that I'm on good moral ground. I'm on, you know, good legal ground. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, precedent. And that, of course, they're going to push back and it's going to be some Soros-funded yeah. district attorney that's going to, yeah, well, I'm going to get, get him. See, you know? Ernie, what, one thing a lot of people are, lose sight of is that I'm going to pick up my cell phone. We're gonna, I mean, let's give the cell phone a name. Let's call it John Henry Smith, Okay. And and so this is John Henry Smith right here, and then um, and then I come along and I say, yeah, I'm John Henry Smith. So that means I'm it. I, I remember that uh, that that name of yours is a is a is a trust. But now let's back up and let I just want because a lot of people don't know what a trust is, and and I should have mentioned this in the beginning. Firstly, what is the purpose of a trust? Uh, the purpose of a trust is to hold. And to protect assets, a trust is also a contract. It's a covenant, okay? And that's really what it is. It's that simple. Now, if if you're going to visualize what a trust is, what I want you guys to do is to draw a triangle, okay? Draw a triangle, and at the very top of the triangle, there's only three parties to this trust. The very top is what you call the grantor, or sometimes referred to as the settler, and the grantor is the creator of the trust. G for God, the creator, the grantor. On the left side of the triangle, you have T for trustee, and the trustee is typically appointed by the grantor to administer the trust for the benefit of who? Of the beneficiary or beneficiaries. So on the right side of the triangle is your beneficiaries. And then in the middle of your trust is the assets or the property or the cars or the homes or the money assets that that the trust is holding. Now, remember uh, that a trust is also a person. And and uh, and Ernie, I just want to let you know: don't ever call me a person. I'm a man. Okay, don't ever call me person. All right, okay, I'm out of arms reach. It's man. like it's like oh. giving putting the n word on me. It's like I'm not a person. Okay, now, all right. What is is a trust? Okay, what is a trust? Can a trust be, you know, your phone? I mean, you know, what isn't a trust? What well, is and isn't a, a trust? A trust is a is a contract. It's just a legal contract. Okay, it's, it's like contract. you. It's like let's say you and it's I ent- enter into a bartering relationship. I'm going to put a roof on your house, and you you're going to fix my computer. So you and I have a private agreement. That's a trust. Okay, it's it's a, it's a contract. It's a covenant. That's that's really what it is. Contract. Let me give. So, let yeah, me, I can see let me, trust is referred yeah, to let as me, contract. Let me give you an lot, example you know? of what happened in nineteen pre nineteen thirty three. All births and marriages were recorded in the family Bible. And and why was that? Because that signified that we're bringing this relationship under a trust covenant with God, with the Bible as a trust indenture. Okay. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. The Bible as a trust indenture. Right. Define that. What do you What do you say? The reason I bring this up. Yeah. Okay, before you say that, you know, hold on to that okay. description because this is how it applied uh, to us. There were. Um, uh, we of course 
you know, libertarian activists. So, of course, we know a lot of people that identify as libertarian. When you get into political stuff, well, they're libertarian party guys or activists. A lot of times they just want to be left alone, and that is how they're doing it. There was a young family that um, I remember that were atheists, but they did not want to make their children the state's children. They, they definitely were, heck, no, we're not doing that. So what did they do? They bought a Bible. They get a Bible, atheists with Bibles. Okay. okay? Yeah. They get the Bible, and they recorded the birth of the home births of their children in that Bible. Okay. Then they use that as documentation to do whatever. And then it gets more and more difficult as time goes on. But that's why they did that, because the birth is recognized by the state of Arizona at the time exactly. as being in a Bible. Yeah, yeah. Why? Well, a very good question. See, um, um, let me let me use an example. Um Let's draw from the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is my personal belief, that that our mandate from God is to not to be run and controlled by another man or their corporations or their institutions, but that all all of us came into this world as, as sovereign people, right? So so you're basically, when you're setting up a trust or, rec- or, or recording that, you're establishing your own kingdom, but we're just deciding we're going to bring this kingdom under under God's kingdom. And so... And so you're creating a contract. You're creating a covenant. Okay, a lot of Christians today make a big thing on the profession side, but they that they've lost sight of the actual physical written contract. Okay, and so that that um, uh, when you record that uh, birth and marriage in the family Bible, then of course there's going to be two witnesses that's going to sign it and witness that. And so this is a document that is recorded. And 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 so. And it actually speaks volumes of the jurisdiction that we choose. Everyone can choose their own God or choose under which kingdom you want to you, you want to be. So that signifies that we're bringing this relationship under God, and we're under God. We're under this this covenant. Okay, we're under this bubble of protection. And uh, so, why am I interfacing with the government at all? For what? Well, but, see, a lot of people they make the the claim that don't take any benefits but, from government. You know, no, 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 no. As soon as you, you take a benefit you, from them, then you're in under the umbrella again, of something. Again, you have to understand that everything pertaining to to your commercial title is a trust action. So you're thinking that you the see the living the li- we got the world of the living right here. We got the world of the dead. Dead corporations, the government. Your commercial title is a dead entity. Okay, um, and <clears throat> and so uh, if you your name your name is not written in the government system. It's it's the trust account that is you. All that happened is that you just came along and and uh, and assumed that that's you, and you call yourself John Henry Smith. Okay, uh, I would never tell a judge I'm John. I'm John. You can call me John and only John. Well, what's your last name? Well, he doesn't need to know the last name. I don't have a last name. Okay, so that's how they got us. It's that first, middle, and last name uh, trust. That that wait, you, wait a minute. You know, I understand. But hold on, hold on. You 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 are identifying yourself to that to that title to that trust. What if I want that title? What if I like my name? Well, <laughs> it's well, well. I'm not allowed to name no, call myself. But what I'm saying is, your name is your name is Ernie. Okay. Did your mother ever called you uh, by your first, middle, and last name? No, she didn't. She called you by oh, your first I'm name. In trouble. Well, maybe if you got in trouble, all right. <laughs> Okay, but what I what I want you to understand is that is that 
that name, okay, let's take, for example, Osama bin Laden. Bin means of the family of, okay? So uh, they're still doing it right in, the, in those parts of the world. Where is Ben Hancock? Okay. I, I'm, I've been. I'm not anymore. All right. So, so <laughs> my name is John, and I'm of the, of the clan of or the title, I mean, the family of or the tribe of, okay? And we have gotten away from that. And so what we have done is we've, we've come to accept these fictional labels. And the moment you say that you are this fiction— then they got you. And that's why it's very important that you always refer to that name, that title, as, as you being the beneficiary. Because what you want to do is you want to you uh, uh, define your relationship in respect to it. Now, let, I understand let, Wharf of Caleb, family of Moab, whatever the heck. Yeah, exactly. I, I get it. My thing is, is that... Now, when it, you and I interact with each other, that's fine. We can call no, each no, other... No, 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 I understand. My, my thing is, is that... They're always taking, you know. It's they. When I say they, it's it, it has a specific meaning to me. You know, a lot of people when I first started doing radio in '03, they go, "They? Who are they? You tinfoil hat conspiracy, whatever." They, yeah. And I go, "Good question. I'll tell you who they are. You want who they are? I'll tell you who they are. <laughs> okay. There are those that just want to be left alone, and those yeah. that just won't leave them alone. That, yeah, right. That's who they them those are. Yeah. I call them T three. They them those that won't leave me alone. Okay, which is what we're trying to accomplish here. Right. So my thing is one of the things is not leave me alone. Oh, you're not allowed to say your name that way. That's my name. Kiss my butt. But I understand your point is that when you uh, agree to this is you, well, I'm no, that's not me. Ernest Theodore, you know, the third of the family well, uh, of the clan of Hancock or whatever, well, you know. Well, let me tell you how I interact with the courts. Well, first of all, um, go and download this form um, application for Social Security card. It's called the SS, I can't remember, it's the SS-4, SS-5, but, mm-hmm. but it's on Google. Just download the form, okay? And uh, then what I want you to do is, well, for, and the first item, item number one is the, is the first, middle, and last name, okay? And then if you go down to box number 18, it asks this question, what is your relationship to the person in line one? Now, why would they ask such a question? Well, I just told you that I'm John Henry Smith, so why are you asking me now what is my relationship to the person in line one? Well, what is a person? That's why we got to look up the, the definition of words, guys. A person is not a man and a woman. It's a corporation. It's a fiction. It's a, it's a trust. Okay? What would you say? So, they're ask, so that what they're really asking you is what is your relationship to the trust in line one? No, I, I okay? understand. And what and, is the response? And, and then put? right below that, there's a, there's a multiple choice question box. And one of the boxes is called self. The moment you check the self box, it, you're admitting, I am the trust. I am the artificial construct. I am the fiction. I am the slave. I am the government okay. property. Now, this is, I've had a lot, you know, a prominent. You know, intelligent people with families that have done this very thing to rescind that for their children. They go, look, I gave them a social security number when they were, you know, not. Okay, this is a good example. For well, them. I, I'm going to show you how easy it is okay, to rescind I, I want to make this point yeah. so that, uh, you know, we get in the same yeah. ballpark here. When we first started having children in the mid-late 80s, okay, mm-hmm. so from like, I don't know, I'm going to get in trouble here, but, you know, like 86 to, you know, 90, around in there, we had our four children. Well, you would fill out your income tax, and how many dependents did you have? Okay, I'd fill it out. I never, I didn't get my Social Security number until my 16th birthday. I went down, got a job, and, you know, you get a job, you got a Social Security number? Yeah, absolutely, man, I filled it, man, I did it, Okay. 
They, they're not teaching me in fifth grade, you know, that I should or shouldn't, whatever. I don't know this stuff. So I get a Social Security number. Well, and I filled out their thing, probably had it with their hiring packet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got right there, man. We're going to take care of business for you. So and it was McDonald's. I remember 16th birthday, they were building McDonald's, you know, and uh, was it was at 35th Avenue in Peoria and, you know, next to Metro Center, you know, Phoenix, Arizona. Woohoo! I'm part of the, man, I made, God, was it $2.89 an hour, man, minimum wage. Kick ass. All right? Okay. So I go down, you know, I do that. My parents never, they claim me as a dependent. They got off on their taxes or whatever. I, it didn't matter to them. They feel, yeah, I got this many. They'll say I don't. So then when we do our children, we never got them a Social Security card. I don't give a crap. You know, why would I, you know, do that? Then about the mid-90s, mm-hmm. the IRS comes out and they say, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you got to get a Social Security number for your kids if you're going to claim them as a dependent. Then I have a friend of mine. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. He goes to, you know, a lawyer friend of ours, and they challenge it, and IRA, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Bottom line, you owe us all this year money that we say that you claim them as a dependent when you don't have a Social Security number for them, and you're refusing to get one for them, so fork over the cash. Well, Then he has to make a decision. Well, here's the thing is you have to understand it's not your Social Security number. It's the trust that, that belongs to Doesn't the trust. Doesn't matter. They got gun right here says so. No, but I'm, I, what, what I'm saying is get the Social Security number for, for, your, for, your, child, for your children. Okay, it belongs to the trust. What are all I, uh, My point that I wanted to make is, is this. Well, on that line, on, I mean, if that's the on, solution, on that, uh, no, then but, I go, uh, no, I'm, so, what's your relationship to them? I don't have one. Okay, no, they're done. On, if, if, you, if you look on the form, there's a multiple choice boxes the first box yeah. it says it says self now logically people are going to go what's your relationship to the person in line one okay you're going to go you check self well if you don't know what you're doing you're going to check self right. but guess what there's another box that box is other and underneath other there's a line you know what you want to write on that line i want to know okay. everybody wait, 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 wait. everybody get a pen and paper yeah, get okay paper. get ready here's here's the money shot you know when you're doing the social security yeah get it don't get it whatever but they've created this trust for you. Yes. They're going to get you to agree to it. And here's your opportunity. To, I vote no. Okay? Guys, it, the, the trust is, is really your shield in commerce. It's really your, your I also look at upon your, your vessel that the government gave you to navigate in their seas of commerce. That's a beautiful system that they set up, but they didn't show us how to use the system. So they use it against us. But if you understand that it's a trust, okay, uh, <sighs> Then, then all you have to do is to say, wait a second, I'm not this trust. You change your relationship in respect to the trust. I am, now, again, this is why I, at everybody first draw a triangle when you visualize what a trust looks like. At the very top is grantor, left is trustee, and then to the right is beneficiary. What do you want to be in respect to that trust? I want to be the beneficiary. I didn't set up that trust, okay? And, and, uh, I'm not doing your work for you. I'm not the yeah. trustee. You'll find somebody and, else to do it. And so <laughs> you're always, you're always, that's why you're going to put on that other, on that line, you're going to write down beneficiary. And then when you sign, you sign your signature and you say, comma, beneficiary. Now you have evidence that I'm the beneficiary to this trust. Now guess what, guys? Did you know? 
that you know, according to trust law, that the beneficiary can never be held liable for the debt obligations of a trust? Did you know that a beneficiary can never be charged? Do you know that they never charge you, the living man? They always charge a trust account. And you just dumb enough have, have, have uh, identified yourself oh, with okay. John Henry Smith. They say it's me. And therefore, everybody that's in jail today have, have pledged to be the surety for someone or something else, that trust that the government created. All you've got to do is change your relationship and respect to it. And I have proven, not for myself only, but I've helped many people with simple traffic tickets. And, and when they go into court, they ask the judges one question. Is there a trust being administered here today in the name of John Henry Smith? Well, one guy, the judges said, dismiss immediately. Why? Because you woke up to the fact, and they realized that you woke up that this is a trust, because all of these courts, these judges are committing high treason against the American people. They're unlawfully converting you into, an, into a person, and then they're trafficking your person. Okay. Let me make some observations <coughs> and comments here okay. and give validity what you're talking about. I just did a show with a guy that is the uh, just happens to be now and kind of fell into it, the Libertarian Party chairman of the state of Hawaii. And he ran into some of these situations. He's making some claim. He's going in. And there's that's a long story. Doesn't matter. The way he worded it, he didn't realize that he was challenging in the verbiage that he had a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. And in Hawaii, they were specifically attuned to this, knew not in freaking out because Hawaii mm-hmm. has a real legitimate claim to sovereignty because the United States Mary just stole it from yeah. you know the royalty there. And it's pretty clear but if you start making some of these kinds of arguments, whoa, 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 he's a sovereign secession Hawaii guy. If we, oh, heck no, man. We don't want to you know, go away and kind of you know, be yep. done. So I can see when they know yeah. and they, had, they think you're setting them up. And he didn't understand. He's like, what the crap? I was talking about something. Then he found out later why they were so concerned. Mm-hmm. Then we have um, in New Hampshire, I don't know if you've heard of it, I don't know, maybe – uh, our, our friend in Colorado mentioned it to you, but it's called the Free State Project. You know, it was, you know, just a bunch of libertarians moved to New Hampshire and are challenged a lot of stuff. Well, there's a guy named Chris Gronsky there that a lot of people, they don't want to be under paying federal income taxes. Okay, so this is what they did. <clears throat> there was a case, it was a dentist named the Browns or something. I, I, blah, blah, blah. There's a standoff, went back and forth, outquit it, that he did um, a, a lot of this and was like, nope, I'm not paying. I'm not under your thing. I'm trust of whatever. So it goes through court, back and forth. He has a strong case, except it gets into the court and they go, um, is this your passport? Yep. What's the question on that passport? Are you a U.S. citizen? Uh, okay. And yet, well, you're either going to jail for perjury right. Or you're, you know, under our jurisdiction of. Yeah. So what happened, a lot of these guys going, ah. So they don't get a, let me go ahead and finish. They don't get a passport, you know. So then they can't go to their friend's wedding in Canada or go to, you know, a festival in Mexico or whatever. They, you know, feeling, damn it, you know, mm-hmm. the, the man's got you. Or they go and they fill it out, but they go and they file, which is legal. And they have the documentation in this package mm-hmm. that the Secretary of State of the United States of America knows, you know, had to admit that, yeah, you can, you know, whatever, and fill out, 
you know, however you want. So what they do is they do an addendum or an amendment to the filing of your passport. Okay, we fill out the passport. They'll do what you're talking about, yeah. fill it out, and then they do an addendum saying, and be very specific, mm-hmm. I am not a citizen of the United States of America. I am a resident in the state of. Or how are they verb verb or verbi- national? I'm just an American national. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you whatever. Know? But what they're not doing yeah. is what you're talking about. Is exactly. they're not giving them a freebie. Yeah, you know, because it was used against yeah. the guy. You know, yeah, he was doing all this stuff right, but they look for that one document to where you said, yeah. "Yes, and boss, I be a U.S. citizen since right. I have a United States passport mm-hmm. and probably fifty gazillion other documents right. that I." Should they go through this process of saying, and this is my addendum per whatever, and I'm, I know the guy helped me do it, and say, I am not mm-hmm. under the jurisdiction of whatever, FYI, now yeah. you got that document that you can use later when they try to use it against you. Well, this is how I would have answered that, because I, I many years ago, I went, uh, I traveled uh, from San Diego to Arizona, and on the border, there's a lot of, a lot of checkpoints and stop points, and yeah. And uh, uh, immigration stop points. And this one guy asked me, he said, are you a U.S. citizen? And I kind of smiled at him. I said, <laughs> I said, it depends on how you define United States. Are you referring to the continental landmass America or are you referring to the United States corporation? Because it's impossible for a living man to be a corporation. I mean, to be a citizen of a dead corporation. So, so you always flip. I've been told no in many different ways. You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring signs into their rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Who do you think you Excuse are? me. There is no video or audio allowed in this office. Now, I have work today. This is you ain't going to make it. Wait, no, now. Wait a minute. Oh, it's the other road. Whoa. Hey! Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. Freedom's the answer. What's the question? You're listening to Ernest Hancock. Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what readers of freemansphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freemansphoenix.com are constantly provided the information that detail the real news between the lines of propaganda about government policies and the true relationship we all have with coercive governments. Learn the true condition of our economy, innovations and technological breakthroughs in energy, health, computer science, and space travel. Learn the truth well before it's admitted to in the lamestream media, the media that is so last century. Corporate media has evolved into nothing more than distributors of government propaganda. But we now have a fantastic alternative. FreedomsPhoenix.com provides constant news updates on the issues that affect our lives in the most important ways. Our liberty and our property are under constant attack. And FreedomsPhoenix.com provides an understanding behind the propaganda while encouraging the participation of our readers. Join us at FreedomsPhoenix.com. That's Freedoms with an S, Phoenix.com. FreedomsPhoenix.com, where the revolution between the ears is already matured. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're talking to Cobus J, the Invisible Trust 
org, the invisible org. Lots of great information on how you can maintain your privacy, your wealth, and um, um, your leave me aloneism. Let's continue listening in my conversation with Cobus J, the invisible org. Flip their questions into a question. So make them tell you, you define the United States citizen. Because remember, guys, U.S. citizen is a is a uh, is property of the United States, and if you identify yourself as a U.S. citizen, which is, which is a, which is a Fourteenth Amendment slave, exactly, <clears throat> then they got you. Okay, and that's why you 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 flip it back to them and saying, well, uh, depends on how you define United States citizen. Are you talking about America, the continent, the land mass, uh, uh, the land which I was born on, or are you referring to the, right. the the United States Federal Corporation? You know, this is how I handled it because it started. To, I could see. I was going to Yuma, you know, you know, doing speaking events and stuff like that. And you always go through those, you know, Constitution doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't apply within 100 miles of the border kind of crap, you know, that they do. Well, and incidentally, all of them have taken an oath to the Constitution. So, so you can actually uh, very quickly ask them the question, well, excuse me, any law enforcement, judge, you name it, okay, including attorneys. Excuse me, I just got a question. Have you taken an oath to the Constitution to uphold the Constitution, yes or no? Well, if they say no, well, guess what? You're an imposter. Uh, you have no right to have any jurisdiction uh, over this matter anyway. But if they say yes, which they have to, then you can say, well, I will now hold you to that oath. You see, that's the problem is that we don't hold our public officials no, to their I, oath. I, I understand. Because, but doing it on the side they, of the road at 2 because, in the morning it yeah. doesn't work out. But the Because um, we've been through this. I, I'm a oh, libertarian yeah. activist. I got 15 gazillion stories and okay. shows for you, this exact kind of thing. <laughs> you know, pastors getting beat up all the heck because oh, yeah. they wouldn't play, you know, whatever. But the um, I went through this. It was um, 08, 09, 10, around in there. I was coming back, and I took my video camera, and I put it on the dash. And, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm dressed nice in my driving. I got, you know, my long sleeve button-up shirt and tie on. I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm about as white as you can get, you know, Irish background kind of thing. So I'm sitting there in Scottish. You know, they, they definitely want my DNA and, you know, just take me out, man. You know, it's a little bit too much uh, William Wallace here. So what happens is, is I, I go to the checkpoint. As I'm going up, I said, you know, they're going to ask me if I'm a U.S. citizen. Why would they do that? You know, what, what if, you know, uh, yes, no, if I'm a bad guy from, you know, freaking Europe and I just say yes. I mean, you know, how, how the hell do they know? I mean, right. what, what what's the purpose of that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's to get some kind of jurisdiction over yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, you know, get you get you exactly. trained right. Mm-hmm. Get you the TSA, you know, make sure they can feel you up. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of because we always opt out. So I'm going, you know, I go, you know. It seems like a legal question, and I don't remember being born, okay. you know? So when I get there, and they go, you U.S. citizen? I go, I was born in Florida. What? I was born in a hospital in Dade City, Florida, okay. you know? Yeah. And he goes, and he, he's like, like, oh, I don't know, it sounds like a legal, go, go, just get okay, freaking, yeah. you know? So every time I do that, I go, I was yeah. born in, you know, a hospital in Florida. Go, get, you know, they, yes, you can already right. feel it coming, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh-huh. you know, I've yet to get it, but uh-huh. sooner or later, somebody's going to be a butthead. Yeah. You know, they're going to want to explain it to me, you know. And when they do, you know, I'm just, you be calm, cool, collected, but you're going to sit on the side of the road for a little while. You're going to have to put up with it. You, you but a lot of my lawsuits were over 
abuse of my rights to make you do that, to sit there. I got 50 gazillion stories of myself and many others that have gone through this Mm -hmm. process, but they make you go through the process. Because, damn it, you are not allowed to, what? yeah, whether I took my oath or not, and it doesn't matter, and freaking I don't remember, and whatever I signed or did, and kind of, yeah. I got a gun, you know? So I just want to make sure that while you're back in South Africa, <laughs> okay, and I go through this, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pressing this, I don't mind yeah. being challenged, but I do mind being yeah. wrong, okay? Well, uh, I will tell you this, okay? I, I believe that one of the – see, I, I myself have also dealt with the corruption by the police, by the judge. I, I fa- many, many times face these black robe devils. My person – when I say my person, I never refer to me because they never do these things to you. All action pertaining to your, your full name is a trust action. And once we understand that, okay, then everything changes. It's a game changer. I am the beneficiary in, in in relation to that trust. So if they ask you, you know, is is uh, is this your name? No, it's a trust name. I'm just happen to be the, the 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 beneficiary. I'm the holder of this passport. I'm the holder of this driver's license. But if I put that driver's license up on a tree, does that mean that tree is John Henry Smith? No, it's not. In fact, uh, if you look at the back of your social security card and your driver's license, it tells you it's it if if this item is lost, to return it to. Uh, you know, to the DMV or to the Social Security Administration. So it's not your driver's, it's not your uh, Social Security number, okay? Your slave you're, cards. You're just a holder of it. Because if, once you understand that, that uh, you know, you can, you can benefit, the government gave you this, this, uh, this uh, vessel to navigate in their seas of commerce, and you're just the operator of this vessel. Okay. Okay. Or, so, what's your advocacy that we all understand this? Start to actually, it just becomes common knowledge. You're gonna make them make you make them say it until everybody goes, "Yeah, they're just lying sacks of snot." I mean, you know, what is the goal? Well, firstly, uh, uh, you know, everything that is being done to us is to try to to uh, control us, tax us, and levy us. And the way they do that is by getting you to identify yourself with this artificial construct, this name, this title that they created. Are you a U.S. citizen? And and because you have not properly separated yourself from that, or at least when I say separate, I'm not talking about, no, I don't want a driver's license, I don't want a social... No, 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 that's a wrong approach. All you got to do is to change your relationship in respect to it. And this is why when you download this SS4, SS5 form from the uh, uh, Social Security Administration, I encourage everybody to do this. Okay, fill, fill your first, middle, and last name in. On box 18, don't say self, but write down other and say beneficiary. Then take this into a local Social Security Administration office and just say, hey, I'm just here to apply for a new Social Security card. And uh, I lost mine. And, and then print out two copies. And I'm then- going to pull it up. In the mobile unit, it's going to yeah. be difficult. I don't want to mess it up and we lose the show. We're out in the middle doing Starlink okay. in the mountains. I just want everybody to know. You know. Fortunately, we had Starlink. We wouldn't yeah. be able to do this show. But, Donna, go get my computer, will you please? You know, and the mouse, my computer. and Because I want to pull this uh, form up yeah. because I'm, I'm wondering if uh, the audience, if they're really interested in this or before I go, you know, yeah. it, hanging it, on it, by it, your fingernails, it, you don't go waving it, your arms around. It's either. So I'm just, it, I, I, let me ask this question. I want to know yeah. if I need to amend, which is 
one of the processes that you know some of these other guys do okay. that I can add an addendum, an amendment, a something Absolutely. to this that I can go. Look, man, I was sixteen yeah. when I did this. You know, I was even underage then. I wish to right. amend at sixty-two. Because what you're doing is you're just making a claim. That's it. And 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 there's multiple ways in which you can express that or or make that claim known. One of them is the Social Security Administration form. It's an application for a, a Social Security card. I think it's either the SS-4 or the SS-5. Uh, but but Google it and you'll find the form there. Okay, and uh, and so when you're expressing that, first of all, I know that this is a trust. This is not me. Okay. Um, and, and all you got to do now is change your relationship in respect to that trust. So instead of saying, I am the trust, I am self, I am the trust. No, 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 wait a second. I'm the beneficiary. Because, guys, remember, um, as the beneficiary, uh, trust law is very clear. And I asked a judge this one time, uh, you know, the, the, and I said to him, I said, judge, um, uh, you're schooled at law. Don't you know? Uh, and I told him that I'm. Uh, he, when he asked who, who I am, I said I am John Henry, uh, the beneficiary of John Henry Smith, with an interest in this matter. And uh, and he wanted me to try try to plea. I said no, no, no. I it's it's against my religion to plea. I only plead to my Father in heaven. But I said I said to him, um, there's a charge against against John Henry Smith. Okay, I said. You're you're a judge. You're you're an attorney. You're schooled at law. Don't you know that the beneficiary can never be held liable for the debt obligations of a trust? Well, guess what? He he immediately dismissed the matter because he's the trustee in that in that case. Okay, all of our public officials or anybody that has your social security number, such as you know, um, public utility companies, credit, they are all indentured trustees to this to this trust. And and a okay, judge, which trust? Uh, yours? This, your that's Sesta K Trust. Yeah, your all caps name. Uh, you know your first middle last. Uh, the name on your birth certificate is. So is, they want to make you the trust trustee, but they're the trustee when you claim beneficiary. Well, yeah, well, well, because they want they then want when you do your trust invisible. No, trust. no, they want you to identify yourself as the trust because the okay. moment you say I that's am clear. John Henry Smith, well, that is the name of a trust, and and you have never. Uh, um, come forth and made a claim and said, wait a second, I'm not that trust. I'm the beneficiary of that trust. That's why when I sign my driver's license, I sign com- after my signature, say comma beneficiary. Now, if I, if I were, to, were to stand in front of a judge, I can say and say, hey, take a look at the driver's license. Who do you see? What is the title signed after that? Well, there you go. So um, I demand that you dismiss this case because because I'm the beneficiary and you, the trustee of this trust, have the responsibility and the duty to to um, you know to take care of this matter, to settle this matter. And and all I can tell you is that it works. It really does work if you understand your position and your relationship to that trust. Okay, that you're not it. I'm not John Henry Smith. No, I'm John Henry, but I'm the beneficiary for that for that name. You can really, um, um, you know, um, avoid uh, having to pay these these taxes, these liens, these levies, these these uh, these these citations. Okay, because it's called an SS five. It's an SS five. Correct. Okay, Thank you. Application for social security card. Go right. go down to box number eighteen. I'm trying to find the number. Yeah, read. Like, read, 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 read. Oh it's the it's the last page. No, it's the last page. All right, last page. Eighteen, eighteen. Your relationship to the person in item one is self, natural or adoptive parent, legal guardian, other. 
other other beneficiary. See, they give you always give you a choice. Okay, and and see that's the one thing that I found out when they did yeah. the UCC code thing when we had these kind of conversations right. years ago is that it's not legal if they don't give you an opt out. There's some kind of if it's yep. a contract, mm-hmm. you know, to enter into a contract, the option there always has to be an option to eh, no, you know, if it's not no. Then you're just a freaking slave, and right. no, you're 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 a willing slave. Yeah, you're a tricked slave. You we got another one. Ding! I mean, you know, another mm-hmm. one for the front seat in hell. So I'm just, you know, I I, I understand, you know, your point. Well, let's go ahead. I want to look and see in their description if they got you know something for eighteen. Now, now remember, guys, go look up the word person, and it'll tell you in the legal dictionaries that it's the person. A person is a trust. So they're asking you, what is your relationship to the trust in line one? Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's a good one for you okay. like this. Donna, can you hear me? Okay, go ahead. I'm going to send you a link. Put this in, you know, with the show here. I want I want this to be part of the show. So that is um, a Social Security Administration government form of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's, that's the form that you would use to apply for a Social Security card. Now, remember, guys, you can apply for up to 12 cards in your lifetime, okay? It's all going to be the same Social Security number. The number on the back will be different. Well, what happens when you do 13? They shoot you. Oh, they just, their system won't allow you. But, but, uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So this is what's in there. <clears throat> you know, it goes, all right, one, fill out this, two, this, four, five, six, seven. You know, it's got a lot. But 17, who can sign this application? All right, line 18. Which, eh, there's no line 18 explanation. You don't get one. Interesting. No explanation for no line explanation. 18. Yeah. We forgot that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm going Because I'm looking at yeah. this, and I'm like, okay, well, what do they say yeah. 18 is? They don't. Right. Oh, you SOBs. You know, this is... Does this, does this surprise anybody? Yeah. I mean, not my own. So, so here's what you do. Fill the form out, okay? And make make two copies of it. Sign both copies. When you go to uh, set up an appointment with, or just go to the local Social Security Administration office, the lines are not usually very long. Go out there. Go give it to them. Just say, hey, I'm just here to apply for another card. I lost my card. And then uh, right below, there's a big box. Um, uh, a box right below box number 18 uh, where it says evidence, evidence submitted. In the evidence submitted, you're going to ask the clerk, oh, can you do me a favor? You know, uh, would you please uh, put your date and time receipt stamp on there for me? I'm just a good record keeper. My mother always taught me to keep good records. And would you mind just, you know, put your date and time receipt stamp there? You give them a copy, and then and your copy, you just ask them to, to do that. For your, just, I just want to have it for my records. Well, there you go. Guess do what? not write below this line for SSA use yeah. only, of which they yeah. are the SSA, so, Social Security Administration. So you want Would their, you time, time stamp this Yeah, one? so they will time stamp it. Some clerks actually uh, sign it as well. But what you do is you get an acknowledgement. Now, guys, in law, acknowledgement is an agreement, okay? And so you have got the Social Security Administration to agree now that you are the beneficiary of that trust. Oh, this is something simple. I can do this. Yeah. Because this is is what's unique. And you know what else you can do? You can take that SS5 with a stamp in it to a judge and show the judge, the Social Security Administration recognized me as the beneficiary right here. Now, judge, you know trust law. Trust law is very clear that the beneficiary can never be held liable to to pay for the debt obligations of a trust because everything they're doing is administration of a trust. All All right, all right, all right, all right. You get it? Yeah, no, I get it. Now the thing is, is what 
gives me confidence in this and for the audience is that I've gone through this before when they uh, tried to do <coughs> jurisdiction or you agreed to um, be their slave and they're going to put you under civil violation like you you signed a homeowner association when you say you or refer to the trust it's never to do with you see there is no law that exists on any statutory law that regulates a man and a woman did you know that all law regulates a person not a man i was pulled over by a a motorcycle cop in california one time and and i asked the cop i said well what, what law did i break he said well you violated california penal code you know blah 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 and i said well i don't believe you go show show it to me he goes back to his motorcycle he comes back and and then he starts reading off and says that any person that shall i said stop i said did you say person or did you say man i said i'm not a person call your supervisor okay and the supervisor comes on and, and of course they don't want to deal with it then then they let, let you go because see that's what they have jurisdiction over is a person not mm, a man and a woman which is the trust and because you identify yourself with this person right here known as John Henry Smith you said it's you well that that that's how they gain jurisdiction over you okay let me go ahead and make this point when you're dealing on the you know uh, trying to argue constitutional law with a law enforcement guy it's got a gun at two o'clock in the morning on the side of the highway Probably not the time, okay? Now, you can assert whatever you want, and fortunately, they have body cameras now. If they Then just sign as the beneficiary. Sign the ticket as beneficiary, and then you have a remedy. Beneficiary Uh of whatever. So I could put... Just sign and say comma beneficiary after you say. Do I have to say beneficiary of anything? No, no, no. You just say sign and say comma beneficiary, because everything, everything, uh, everything pertaining to that name is a trust action. And when you clearly... Because when they took your driver's license or they look up your name and they got it on the ticket... <coughs> it's, they're, they're, it's the trust name. Okay, it's not so your I'm, name. I'm beneficiary. You're a right. beneficiary. So this is... Um, the reason I'm, I'm willing to do this part is because I've seen a lot of other things that reference this. You know, you're not the... You know, the, the, are you a sovereign citizen? Well, yeah. Oh, maybe I am. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not your property. I mean, I, I know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about the word citizen too. We yeah. need to, you know, kind of define that. But the um, when you have a child that you've done this, you put them into the system. You didn't know. I remember. Okay, I want to make this point. In the late nineties, there was a uh, letter that was written from a grandmother to her when she wrote it, a you know, a toddler granddaughter. When she had her daughter that had her granddaughter, she refused to get a Social Security number for that child. Mm -hmm. Well, her daughter grew up really resentful of that because there were so many things that she couldn't do. I couldn't get a job. I couldn't Mm -hmm. this. I couldn't that. I couldn't something. And whatever is my crazy freaking antisocial mom Mm -hmm. wouldn't get me a Social Security number. And I I break with thee. I break with thee. You don't get to see my, you know, daughter Mm -hmm. and not your granddaughter and go away. Mm -hmm. Okay. She wrote this letter, mm-hmm. and it was a an act, an author that was you know kind of along these yeah. lines. Claire Wolf that wrote a um, you know 101 things to do till the revolution, or how you know you know just different stuff, kind of not necessarily anti-government, but advocating you know freedom of the individual kind of thing. When she circulated this on the internet and email before you had Facebook and MySpace and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it was. Email groups, you know, it was people that when back when the internet used to be fun, when you actually could learn something, mm-hmm. where there weren't trolls and yeah, all this yeah, kind yeah. of crap, getting paid by the man to be a 
first rule, don't be a dick. But anyway, so what happened was this letter she wrote to her granddaughter, put her name, the granddaughter's name and the title, so that someday she may find it on the Internet. And then posted it a bunch of different places in yeah. forums and so on. So, cool idea. Well, Claire came across this and shared it with a bunch of us, which we kind of posted and put it around because this is what she said. She goes to her granddaughter that she never got to see. And she says, and I think she had cancer or she was near dying or something. And she goes, the reason I never did that is because I knew that a rancher always brands his cattle. And he goes, Mm -hmm. I was not willing to brand my daughter. Well, well, if people understand, okay, that they're not branding you the man, it's, it's the trust. I believe that, that your old capital letter name, that first, middle, last name, is the mark of the beast. Okay? The problem is you've accepted the mark of the beast. You said it's you, dummy. It's not you. You just have to define yourself and say, wait a second, this is a trust. I'm the beneficiary okay. of this trust. So this is a really yeah. easy way it, of going, fine, so, you want the number so don't care because you, I'm the beneficiary. Exactly. I'm not that person. Because the, I'm not that the government. You know that all caps name is is three things. It's firstly it's a it's a um, it's a vessel. It's a United States vessel. Uh, it's also transmitting utility. Well, I won't get, so when get they say that. vessels, then we're going to get into Admiralty and fringe on. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a uh, you know commercial vessel. Um, and it's a fictitious vessel. But uh, the, and the third thing, more importantly, is but that's that, how they look at it exactly as a vessel, yeah. just like they would a ship. And and they gave you this vessel to to be used for your benefit. Now, if you're going to sink the vessel, you the sharks are going to get you. You're gonna you're gonna have to swim, and and maybe you're dr- you're gonna drown. So use the vessel for your benefit. Okay, grab the beneficiary of it anyway. Grab all the benefits you can. Go get credit for that for that entity. Okay. More importantly, it's the trust. Okay. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one for you. Okay. All right. We haven't even got to the freaking Uh land, but you know, here here we have as a vessel. Yeah. I'm 62. At 62. Can I get my Social Security benefits? Yes. I can, Absolutely. I can start going through that. Grab the benefits. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me get there. Yeah. You know, but if I wait, it's more and I'm going, I don't trust them to be around. I'd, I'd be shocked if I, I was, sh- I'm shocked that I made it to 62. Mm-hmm. I could get any benefit. It's still there. You know, of course, you can buy a loaf of bread with a million dollars. But, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, didn't anticipate it was going to make it this long. So now I could get the benefits, but then. As soon as you look at, I, I look, I go. If I get it now, I think, wow, I, I would actually get some benefit now. I could just have it do a, pay, you know, a, a, a bank deduction that goes to some, you know, a friend of mine that has a precious metal broker, and I just get, you know, convert it to silver every month, and I win. Ha 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 ha. Okay, so I'm just like, heck yeah! I didn't spend five minutes mm-hmm. on it looking at mm-hmm. all that. I ain't filling out this crap. This is, you know, agree, yeah. agree, I totally agree, I totally agree, I agree. Yeah. But if part of the first things that I do mm-hmm. is this, I wish to amend and change and stamp a, when I first filled this Something out, I was 16. Yeah. I wasn't even of age. What it is ain't exactly clear. Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. 
But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Here on Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. And we're talking with Cobus J, the Invisible Trust.org. The Invisible Trust.org. I'm learning a lot, and I'm sure you are too. Okay. The problem is, you've accepted the Marks of the Beast. You said it's you, dummy. It's not you. You just have to define yourself and say, wait a second, this is a trust. I'm the beneficiary okay. of this trust. So, this is a really yeah. easy way it, of going. Fine, so, you want the enough so to, don't care because you, I'm the beneficiary. Exactly. I'm not that person. Because the, I'm not that The government, that. Uh, you know, that all cap's name is, is three things. It's Firstly, it's a, it's, a, um, it's a vessel. It's a United States vessel. Uh, it's also transmitting utility. Well, I won't get, so when they get say vessels, they were going to get into Admiralty and Fringe on Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a uh, you know, commercial vessel. Um, and it's a fictitious vessel, but uh, the, and the third thing, more importantly, is but that's that, how they look at it exactly as a vessel, yeah. just like they would a ship. And and they gave you this vessel to to be used for your benefit. Now, if you're going to sink the vessel, you the sharks are going to get you. You're gonna you're gonna have to swim, and and maybe you're dr- you're gonna drown. So use the vessel for your benefit. Okay, grab the beneficiary of it anyway. Grab all the benefits <laughs> you can. Go get credit for that for that entity. Okay. More importantly, it's a trust. Okay. Oh, here's another yeah. one. Here's another one for you. Okay. All right. We haven't even got to the freaking uh-huh. land. But, you know, here here we have as a vessel. Yeah. I'm 62. At 62, can I get my Social Security benefits? Yes. I can, Absolutely. I can start going through that. Grab the benefits. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me get there. Yeah. You know, but if I wait, it's more than I'm going, I don't trust them to be around. I'd, I'd be shocked if I, I was sh- I'm shocked that I made it to 62. Mm-hmm. I could get any benefit. It's still there. You know, of course, you can buy a loaf of bread with a million dollars. But, you know, I'm I'm like, you know, didn't anticipate it was going to make it this long. So now I could get the benefits. But then as soon as you look at I, I look, I go, if I get it now, I think, wow, I, I would actually get some benefit now. I could just have it do a pay you know a, a, a bank deduction that goes to some you know a friend of mine that has a precious metal broker and i just get you know convert it to silver every month and i win ha 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 ha, ha. okay so i'm just like heck yeah i didn't spend 5 minutes mm-hmm. on it looking at mm-hmm. all that i ain't filling out this crap this is you know agree yeah. agree i totally agree i totally agree i agree yeah but if part of the first things that i do mm-hmm. Is this, I wish to amend and change and stamp of when I first filled this out. Mm-hmm. I was 16. Yeah. I wasn't even of age. Bite me. I do it. Maybe I asked for the card again one time and maybe, you know, so I might need something. But, you know, I go, 
all right, I will fill this out. I am the beneficiary of there this. You Time go. stamp this thing, dude. That's Boom. Now give me my benefits, exactly, baby. Exactly. Exactly. That changes everything. Right. And, and, and so you get the best of both worlds. So you can go apply credit for the, the, uh, for the trust, okay, and, and receive the benefits from it, okay? And, and, uh, and, and again, when you, when you find yourself in a court situation, you just tell the judge that uh, you, you know trust law. I'm, I'm, the benef- I'm, I'm a, the beneficiary of John Henry Smith with an interest in this matter, and I demand from you, the trustee, to, to settle this case Dismiss it, or do whatever, and make it go away. That's it. Because remember, if the judge doesn't do that, um, he is guilty of of, of uh, trust fraud and uh, and breach of trust. Yeah, which is why they brought these guys. I can see it makes more sense now because I remember there was fully informed jury um, uh, activism that was going on in the mid nineties here in Arizona. That finally they got the Supreme Court came out. With a decision, you have to, we we're just hammering on them. You know, they weren't telling us what's up at the same time. This, you know, rights reserve thing and sovereign yeah. citizens, and they were bringing in, you know, uh, retired magistrates doing this, uh, or pro tem attorneys, a pro tem judge, a part time judge. Yeah. And they go, um, uh, Constitution doesn't exist in my courtroom. I'm like, who the hell? Well, when did they so? When did that become a phrase? Well, the judge is right on that because you remember now you can't change that court into a constitutional court. And and let okay, me, this is my let, point. And, and let me, they were able to say. Let that. me mention this: There's a couple out there which you should get hold of. Their name is Jack and Margie Flynn. They're constitutional teachers, and and they have a near hundred percent success rate on all the people that they help with court cases because this is what they do when they go to court. The first thing they do is they ask the judge, judge. Before we get started, I just got a question. Number one, uh, have you taken an oath under the Constitution to uphold the Constitution? Yes or no? If he says no, okay, uh, bailiff, arrest this man. He's an imposter. He has no right to be there and he has no jurisdiction. So he has to say yes. So as soon as he says yes. A lot yes, of times we've checked on this. Some of them, they okay. have not taken that oath. Well, then, then you, mm-hmm. can, you can do just that because then yeah. he has no, no right or jurisdiction to be there. So, uh, so once he says yes, then you ask this question. Oh, I'm sorry. Then you make the statement. Okay. Um, thank you very much. I will now hold you to that oath. Guess what you've just done? You have just now converted that court into a constitutional court. Okay, he is now duty bound uh, uh, to up to uphold your rights under the Constitution because he took that oath. Now I will take it one step further and ask one more question. Uh, thank you very much, Judge, for acknowledging that. Uh, I will now hold you to that oath. I got one more question. It's come to my attention that uh, many judges have taken the oath of Kol Nidre, K O L N I D R E, the oath of Kol Nidre, and the oath of Kol Nidre. My understanding is that it's an oath that nullifies all other oaths. Have you taken the oath of Kol Nidre or, or taken such an oath? Yes or no? Whoa! Now you got him. Because, okay. No, wait, 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 wait. Because wait, wait, remember, wait, wait, wait. all of these judges, all of your judges, one hundred percent of them are 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 uh, Freemasons. All of them. They're thirty-two or thirty-three degree Freemasons. Okay, 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 okay. So this oath that you're taught, you're yeah. referencing here is some um, um, uh, from where? Where did that come from? Uh, uh, well, look, look it up. I I, had, I don't have my computer in front of me, but I do have. Well, I mean, it was it's I, not a I, government. I, it's a. I took an oath to undo all the oaths that I said well, I took because I don't. I don't. I'm not. Under well, that you oath you have I to understand. Re-oath. You have to understand. All of these judges are part of a secret society club. Okay. 
uh, and and they're all Freemasons. So they 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 take these secret oaths, and one of them is called the the oath of Kol Nidre, that nullifies their oath under the Constitution. This is why they're getting away with what Real they're getting. Sneaky sons so, of bitches, man. Yeah, really sneaky sons of bitches. So if you if you if you wow. throw this in their face, okay, you have now put it on the record. Okay, let the record now show that this judge has not taken an oath under Kol Nidre. He has taken the oath under. So I expect from you now, judge, to uphold my constitutional, my God-given rights. What you have just done now is you've turned that court into into a constitutional court. Now, if you do not do that, then you are under maritime admiralty court, and and uh, it's 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 see this by is, default it's not a common law court in America anymore unless you invoke the constitution uh, in that situation. Okay. Now, now you're going to get remedy. Okay, now 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 see how you're going to get remedy. You know that they, they got to be willing to give you remedy. At least you have a better chance to get remedy because, first of all, uh, I will just say this: uh, if I would ever be invited to go to court in the form of a summons or in the form of a, a bench warrant and stuff, I'm not showing up. I'm not going. Why? Because uh, first, firstly, um, what co- what's going on in that court is nothing but a but but, but practice of religion. The religion of Satan, and it's not my church, it's not my religion. So the moment you walk through that door voluntarily, you have just recognized their jurisdiction. You have just given authority. Well, what about to, subpoenas? Well, uh, the same thing. Well, if you don't want to go, I, I, I'm sorry, but but remember, they're always serving the trust. They don't serve you, dummy. And and this is the analogy that I use to people. If All you right. get, if you get, uh, 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 I I always use this. Kind of as a as a joke. We all know that cartoon that none of our parents would ever want to watch our children to watch. It's called Beavis and Butthead, right? Yeah, no, Beavis I, and Butthead. I know Beavis. Let's and say, for example, let's go. Hold on a second. Yeah. I want Donna to pull up something. Yeah, Donna. The um, in probably in your email is the subpoena, the actual subpoena from the J six thing. Can you pull that up on your computer for me? Go ahead and pull that up and send me uh, in Telegram. That document, so I can open it as a PDF or something, because I want to see something. So what happens is that is that when you get a piece of mail um, from a court, a subpoena, a summons, or whatever, it's always going to have the old cap's name there, first, middle, last. Well, is that you? Or is that not you? No, that's a trust name. If you don't want to, if you don't want to deal with that matter, okay, then then uh, like for example, what if that piece of mail was made out to Beavis and Butthead? Now, the moment you open that letter and go, okay, and respond to it or show up for it, what, what, does that not make you a butt hit? Okay. Because you put yourself as a surety in somebody else's shoes. You, you acknowledge that you are the trust. You acknowledge that you are that artificial construct. And, and so, um, you know, this is, this, okay, I, I want to, I've had these kinds of conversations before and I'm very interested in this. And I'm not uh, espousing you're not absolutely correct. But this is where I go, it doesn't matter. They don't care. They're going to whatever. But you have a strong case, and especially this is, this is what I was going to say. Let me express myself and you understand. When you're at the side of the road, when you got the FBI from the J6 and Department of Justice coming in, banging on your daughter's door because you registered your Jeep there, okay, mm-hmm. that we did a, a, a show, a January 6th thing, one mm-hmm. they got whatever. So the FBI and the Department of Justice, they're on yeah. my case for a year, year and a half. You have to, and you got it, and I go, yeah, subpoena me. And then I'll go, well, you have to come talk. I, go, I don't have to nothing. When you subpoena me, mm-hmm. I can say Fifth Amendment all day long, okay? So this is, finally it gets, it goes, it goes, it's a year and a half later. Finally, boom, subpoena, 
Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. They pay for my trip to Washington. I go get there. Finally, they go, yeah, damn it. He's he's going to do what he said and fit the well, amendment. Well, did, you, did, you say su- did you say subpoena me and who did they subpoena? The, the, exactly. Uh, ex- ex- precisely. Okay. Now, I understand. There, therein lies the problem. I understand. It's the identity crisis I understand. In Let me finish. Okay. So my point is, is that when you're making these arguments, I was willing to go to jail and make the argument that as – the host of the show, they wanted me to certify so they could use it in a criminal case, mm-hmm. that I was on that show. I'm not going to incriminate myself so you can beat me over the head with it, which what exactly what happened to Owen, Owen Schroeder, you know, which is on InfoWars. He did the same thing, messed with it, but he cooperated. So then, and boom, you serve time. I can feel it. Man, they're going after, you know, Mr. Ron Paul Evolution mm-hmm. guy and Freedom's Phoenix and, you know, declare your independent mm-hmm. show with, you know, pirates uh, bite me, okay? So they're going to get some. And we're going, ooh, we want some Ernie. You know, I go, the show's permanently on the Internet. Right. Can't be censored, deleted the way we did it. You know, you know what I said? To, oh, we listened. Okay, well, then we're good. You know, well, what am I going to add to that? Well, we need you to participate like you're talking about yeah well at the very least i'm going i'm saying fifth amendment no you can't what do you mean i can't no you can't because you can't because whatever crap they i didn't care i'm going we're going to find out but you have to be willing to find out so when you do this kind of stuff on the side of the road with Mm -hmm. the not so constitutional didn't care if he took an oath or not i got a gun deputy sheriff of you know in the boondocks of whatever the hell they're going to do whatever they're going to do Okay. Let him. When, that, let him. Let him okay, bring. Let him bring you in front of the black okay, rope devil. Okay. This is yeah. the point. So then, when you have the same kind of thing, it's a, it's a summons, a subpoena, a this, a that. You have to make these decisions. Mm-hmm. And are you going to do it right then? If I was happen to be there and they're in front of my face trying to intimidate you and whatever, come to find they call me. We're out front, your front door. We know you're in there. You go. No, you're not. I'm in freaking states away. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Huh. It was my okay. daughter. Okay. She was at you know, and she's cool. She's like, and banging, banging. And she's ignoring them. So I'm definitely not buying their solar panels. Uh, you know, I mean, she's yeah, also, right. You know, sales representative. It's intimidation. So, so yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, that's really not the place. You, you got to preemptively get this stuff ready and have mm-hmm. it right in your head that you're going to challenge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when I do this process mm-hmm. to create a trust, what I am. Ready to, I'm doing this well, to challenge on the property that I wish this is the hill that I want to defend. Well, see, I have seen so much corruption in the courts, right? And this is why, and now I, I myself have developed the skills of knowing how to deal with these police, how to deal with the black rope devils. They don't want me in their courtrooms. And, and I wait for the day. I mean, for eight years, uh, my person had a bench warrant uh, at the, in, in the California's website. Uh, I mean, uh, sheriff's website, okay? But I never showed up, and they, they knew where I live. They never came for me. And I was pulled over multiple times, and they didn't take me in. And I was like, okay, I'm just waiting now to go, uh, you know, uh, to, 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 to talk to one of the black rope devils. But, um, you know, uh, so a lot of what they're doing is they're, 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 calling, they're calling the trust, and they're hoping that you're going to step up and put yourself and acknowledging to be that person, okay? And the moment you do, 
then they got you because remember uh, that that trust is their slave and slaves have no rights that's why they have the right to pull your granny out of the vehicle and, and throw her, her head to the curb because she's their slave because you don't have anything on the record anywhere to prove <coughs> that that uh, that you are not that person you're not that trust that you've changed your relationship in respect to that trust i'm the beneficiary to this that's why it's very important, you know, and status change. But I know we, we're varying off a little bit. But, but what I've found that the best way that you can do to protect yourself is to set yourself up with a, with a private, non-statutory trust that nobody, no government official can ever um, uh, interfere with or pierce. I mean, this is protected. In Over time. Well, I mean, you got. I mean, they're they're going they're no, going to be a guy. No, I I will with tell your you. sunglasses say, yeah, the, I can. Government do understand. Bunch of times. The government <laughs> government do understand jurisdiction. Okay, I just I'm helping a guy right now that's, you know, going through a a, a, a chapter seven situation, and and uh, the bankruptcy judge uh, asked. Uh, well, actually, they brought up this issue about a trust because he's been operating under this private trust for a couple of years. And so they're demanding that he declares his assets. Well, they're aware that the trust is there. So a special meeting was was arranged to discuss this trust. Well, when the judge found out that it was a private common law trust, he didn't even – I'm talking about not the judge, the, the, the trustee for bankruptcy. He didn't show up for that meeting. And the attorney told him that – they, they told the attorney that they have no jurisdiction over this trust. So, so they do honor jurisdiction. I can tell you that for sure. Uh, the only reason why they they do rough handle you, why they do to you what they do to you, is because you are <coughs> operating as their fiction. You are telling them that you are John Henry Smith. Okay, so you're identified as the trust. When you look at the story of rendering to Caesar that is Caesar's and God's gods, it's, it's Definitely not Caesar's. No, okay? no. Well, they're going to say it is. Yeah. You know, ultimately, we got right here, and it says, and we, they carry your patent <coughs> forward, and this is mine, and I get my deed original, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But if I'm doing an invisible trust, this trust thing, what am I? What hook am I here's, hanging my here's hat Here's what you're on? doing. Here's what you're doing. You're basically setting up a God trust. You're setting up a, a religious trust, a ministry, okay? And, and, uh, and, and this ministry... Um, uh, base, all of us should be in the in the ministry. If it's not Caesar's, look, that's my ministry. look, um, <laughs> all, all of us should be in the business of doing ministry, serving God and serving your fellow man. Okay, and 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 we're going to talk about the word church in just a minute, but let's just talk about trust. And first of all, um, uh, the our whole idea without trust. Let's go back on how trust was used in ancient times. A, a, a wealthy man with a very large estate has been called up to the military to go fight a war or he's going to go on a on an ocean <clears throat> cruise and he doesn't know if he's going to come back so what he's going to do he's going to he's going to choose somebody in his life that he trusts uh, um, and that's called a trustee he's going to say listen i just i i just created this trust i'm going to i'm putting my entire estate in this trust and i'm going to have you uh, appoint you as a trustee to administer this trust for my young children who are the beneficiaries mm-hmm. so that if I don't come back, you make sure their needs are taken care of. And that's how trusts were used. So the trust, the purpose of a trust is to hold and protect money, assets, and property. But remember, a, a trust... A beneficiary can be a trustee, right? No, no, correct. Uh, tr- basic trust law is the grantor can never be the trustee. The trustee cannot be the beneficiary. They have to be distinct, uh, se- separate. 
Now, now with statutory trust, that rule is broken, and this is why they want you to have such a trust so that they can penetrate your trust because it, it, it legitimizes Well, see, what I'm trust. thinking is if I create this trust, <clears throat> yeah. well, who's the beneficiaries of my family? I'll get into that. I'll get into that. <clears throat> so when we set up this trust is we're going to set it up in a way that on paper there's going to be no um, uh, uh, appearance that you – uh, the trustee have any beneficial interest in ownership of the trust. Now, let's say you have a million dollars, right? And you put that into a trust. What would you much rather want to be? Would you want to be the grantor, the creator of the trust, the trustee, or the beneficiary? I want benefit. Okay, you want to benefit. <coughs> now, um, let me tell you what you want to be. You want to be the trustee and only the trustee. Why? Because own nothing, control at all. So you want to have full control. Okay. Understand. Now, Adam and Eve is, the, is an example of being the first trustees. Uh, they didn't own the garden, but God made them trustees of the garden. But yet, as trustees, they have full benefit uh, to, to enjoy the benefits of the fruit of the garden. You know, the, the trust was able to, uh, you know, fill up their, uh, the jet or whatever. I'm just using uh, as, as a joke. But you get my point. They, the, they, they were stewards. They were administrators over the garden, but they, they had a quasi-beneficiary role in, in, that, in that trust relationship. But God owned, owned the garden, okay? Or, the, or, the, or it was put into a trust. And, uh, and so they were just, been, uh, I'm sorry, they were just trustees. Now, so when we set up this trust, okay, um, you're going to ask a family or friend or somebody to do the honors on paper to be the grantor for that trust. You don't want to be the grantor and the trustee. Statutory trust, they set you up like that. And in fact, the IRS encourages you to walk into that landmine and step right into it so that the first question they ask you, who's the grantor? You put down the grantor, you go to the next screen, and they automatically transfer the information from the grantor box over to the trustee. So they, So the moment you become both of those, Guess what? Now they can penetrate your trust. And secondly, now there's proof that you have a beneficial interest and ownership in this trust. Now, here's the second question about talking about ownership. Who owns the trust? That's a million-dollar question. Who do you think owns the trust? Okay. I'm confused, man. Well, again, this is why why they didn't teach us anything in high school and college about trust. Okay? Here's the answer. Because I was asked this question by a banking manager one time. And I I said, oh, that's a good question. I said to her, in the case of corporations and LLCs, you have owners. Trusts don't have owners. They only have grantors. Roads? It's the Ernest Hancock Show. Where we're going, there aren't any roads. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're talking to Copus J, the Invisible Trust. Dot org, the invisible org. Lots of great information on how you can maintain your privacy, your wealth, and um, um, your leave me aloneism. Let's continue listening in my conversation with Cobus J, the Invisible Trust.org. Who owns the trust? That's a million dollar question. Who do you think own the tr- owns the trust? Yeah. Okay. I'm 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 I'm, I'm confused, well, man. Well, again, this is why this is why they didn't teach us anything in high school and college about trust. Okay. Here's the answer. 
because I was asked this question by a banking manager one time, and I, I said, oh, that, yeah, that's a good question. I said to her, in the case of corporations and LLCs, you have owners. Trusts don't have owners. They only have grantors. Now, think about that. It's a very beautiful thing, because if a trust does not have an owner, typically ownership in ownership, there's attachment. So if you say that Ernest Hancock owns this, this computer right here, your all caps name, your uh, United States trust account name is really the one that owning this. Guess what? Um, it can be taken from you because you gave ownership to your legal title. And your legal title, your commercial name doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the, to, to the government. Okay, So <clears throat> that's why you don't want ownership in anything. That's why you own nothing you control at all. And and just as the government has has, uh, uh, has the ability to create these legal fictions in our names, okay, after our parents name us, we also have the right. Just as God is the is 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 a creator, we having God in us have the have the we can procreate, but we can also create persons. We can also create trusts and corporations. Okay, so when you create a a private trust, because what is a trust? A trust is a contract. It's an agreement. It's a covenant. Okay, so if you and I again back to our bartering relationship, if I put a roof on your house, you're going to fix my computers. This, do we need to get the iris involved in that relationship? No, it's a private contract. It's a private bartering relationship. Okay, so um, uh, now if you're going to enter into a marriage contract, marriage license, well, you just allow the government now to to uh, to come in and have a role in that in that uh, contract. Prima Nocte with Uncle Sam. Yeah, here your first and, wedding nights of menage a trois. With <laughs> the old right. man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, a lot of people wake up today and are, are realizing hey, we ought to be doing a common law marriage, just like you ought to be doing a common law trust. A pri- it's a private agreement. So, yeah, that, no, I so can, that's I can why a judge cannot interfere with that. That's why the bankruptcy uh, trustee said we can't have a meeting about this because I have no jurisdiction over this trust. It's a common law trust. They have no jurisdiction. Let me ask you this question also. When we go and we purchase this, we're probably going to go, yeah. you know, probably all cash the way things are looking yeah. now. We just go, all right, boom. Okay. Quit claim it to the trust. The trust. Exactly. Because I'm not using a bank. It didn't have to go to exactly. me. Exactly. So I just do it to this trust I set up yeah. before I even get the land. That's right. Uh-huh. So when I do this trust, you know, how yeah. how how complicated this well i know i pay you money and you'll freaking take care of business but i mean how how much time goes by how difficult is oh this? no it happens right away the, the, the once you depending on the state some states will will uh, from the moment you get it recorded okay you put the quit claim deed together it gets notarized well, actually uh, the party that sells the land uh they're the ones that's going to quit claim deed it Okay, but you want to make sure that the contract is 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 to the trust. So they're gonna you're right. gonna give them the trust. You, we're gonna put a trust indenture together. You give them a trust. The trust is simply there to show them that this is evidence that a that a trust exists and was organized. Okay, here's the legal document. Am here's I the contract. filing that trust without any <coughs> assets at all with a recorder's? No, office. no. What happens is that the the county recorder will get a copy of the of the trust on the private side. The trust itself will not be recorded for the public to see. But there's important things on the trust, such as who's the trustee, you know, and and uh, does that document <coughs> go with the recording of the land? Uh, well, it it the only thing that gets recorded is the quit claim deed itself. Okay, and the party that transfers the property, they're the ones that sign over. Uh, the, no, I understand, but yeah. you know, I all right. But good but, example, it goes from a quit. It's quick. No, quit. 
quit claim. claim. Quit claim. So it's a quit mm-hmm. claim. Mm-hmm. I don't have a claim on it. I just send it over. Right. So quit claim goes to Fred's trust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I go. All right. I did it to Fred. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody else comes up and says, "Yeah, I'm Fred." Well, no, no, it's not that easy because when you when you uh, how do I validate uh, Fred's trust? Where does that get yeah. filed or not filed? Well, or the I, trust, the I trust, notary, okay. something, something. I'll explain that. Uh, the trust actually gets notarized, okay, officially by a notary. So you, as the trustee, go in front of a notary mm-hmm. to notarize your page as the trustee. So it legitimizes the trust. That gets recorded. Your driver's license get taken down. So nobody can confuse that. So right? I can put that on a so that, three by five card. That goes. That's one of the pages of the trust indenture. That trust indenture is given to the to the county recorder's office. They don't re, they don't record it, but they keep it on their private files as evidence. Uh, as proof that you are the the trustee of that trust. Remember, one thing I want you to understand, the trustee is the God slash deputized sheriff of the trust. Nobody comes to the trust but to the trustee. When we go open up a bank account for the trust, they don't deal with the grantor, the creator of the trust. No, they only deal with the trustee. So the trustee is is really God to the trust. No, okay? I understand. You, you, yeah. you answer you know, this simple question. When I, um, uh, if I'm not having that trust that I created, Okay, mm-hmm. Ernie's trust, whatever. Right. That I have that trust, or not Ernie's trust, or however I go to say. That's it. why you never call your trust the John and Mary Smith Family Trust. You're going to call it something like Helping Hands Ministry Trust. All right. Okay. Helping Hands. All right. So I go. I, I, I help help myself. Helping Hands. All right. Here we go. Okay. So I do my trust. All right. Mm-hmm. I go to the bank. I need to open up an account under the trust of whatever the heck. Okay. That's possible. I oh, yeah, I do, do it all, all the right. time, yeah. So then I go and I say, all right, I need a quit claim of this property <coughs> all right. to this trust. Let, let's just make it clear. Um, the banking trust, typically, we want to create a separate trust that holds your money assets for the banking and a totally separate trust that holds your house or your property. We always want to set up a completely separate trust for each okay, property. Okay, we're going to run out of time. We get, yeah. I, that's good to know, but yeah. you know, let's stick with the house. So I go, all right, do the quit the quit, I got to say it, not quick, it's quit claim yeah. from this, and they don't give a crap. From show the, car- me, from show the, me the cash owner, and we're all over it. Right, from the current owner to the trust. The right. trust is a person. So we okay. go to the trust. It's yeah. in this trust. Yeah. Well, if that trust is not recorded, I just gave it to a trust that, you know, does anybody know that's me? No, no, that's why you need to have it recorded for, uh, because you're making a claim and you're letting the public know that okay. I have a claim. So I have it recorded as this land yeah. now goes to, you know, uh, you know, helping and trust of Ernie. Or Correct. Okay. Well, not of Ernie. All right. No. I'm just, I'm just trying to, so the you're, audience knows it's mine. You're All just right. the trustee. I'm, I'm the, and I'm, don't ever, don't ever call it your trust or my, my trust. No. No, I'm not the owner of this trust. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a trustee. That's okay. it. I'm a trustee of this trust. We've got to get our right. language right. Do yeah. it right, Ernie. All right. So I have this quit claim of this land goes to this trust. Correct. When I file that quit claim mm-hmm. and transfer to the trust, yeah. no. it's going to be at the county saying this Correct. trust now, re- has that yeah, now property. Yeah. Now, let me just say this. If, you currently, if you're the current owner of that property and the property is in your name, you would be the one doing the quit claim deed from you to the trust. So you're gonna, right. you and your wife are going to sign uh, or notarize a page as the grantors, okay, in which you're granting this property from your Got name, it. moving it out of your name 
and you give it to that person known as the trust, Helping Hands Ministry Trust. Okay, but they, there's a, there's a signature. There's some identifying yeah, the trustee. Correct. Where is that file? Correct. How do they know? How come Fred can't come up and say it's mine? No, now? you're making this too complicated. It's very simple. Okay, well, you're, tell me the simple. The <laughs> quit the quit claim deed gets gets notarized by by you. If both of you own the house, you both of you will notarize it as the grantor. Okay, then then the uh, uh, it's expressed that this trust now owns it. But remember, you're going to give a copy of the trust indenture. To the people at the county, they're going to keep it on the private in their private records. Private record, their private file. What the hell? I got a private record for. I need a public record. Well, the trust, it's the trust will never be the uh, like. For example, if it's a corporation, there's articles of organization. In yeah. the case of a trust, you typically have a document known as the declaration of private trust. That's really the trust indenture. And and the trust usually does not get recorded because you don't need to record the whole all the terms and da da da. You don't have to record it. You just need to, um, um, uh, you know. Um. Now remember, it, when you when you quit claim deed the property to that trust, you and your wife are going to be listed as trustee and co trustee. There you go. Okay. So that gets that gets recorded. So your names as the trustee, instead of your names as the owner, your names are as the trustee. Okay, of so the there's trust. some link to this. Trust oh yeah, somewhere. absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well that's all I was asking. Yeah, there's some link somewhere. It's got where you no, know, listen, Fred's not going to come up and it's say not, it's mine. No, listen, it's not that difficult. I mean, you can go to your county it recorder was computer until you said that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I mean, I'll, I'll. Now let's let's talk about the banking side real quick because this is this is really important. Um, Anybody who wants to go and learn more about um, you know this, go to theinvisibletrust.org. But I have a link on the on the website that that basically let me read this off. There's two cases that says money deposited in a bank without special arrangement arrangement becomes the property of the bank. Yep. Now let me ask you, Ernest. Um, you have a bank account, right? Did you ever read your banking agreement? Okay. You know, I'm thinking, the I'm answer thinking, is no. Well, no. Nobody not ever I, has. Not that okay? I remember, but, but me, I do remember reading a bunch but, 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 but let me of ask my you documents because I go, yep, but let me they're ask screwing you. me there. They're screwing. That's how I found out that it's not my money <laughs> right. well, because well, there was I did read it to where when you put it yeah. on deposit, okay. they're the ones that decide. It's, right. it, that's why I say it's kind of your money. The, you just can't have it now. No, let me, let, me, it. let me tell you that you can only be one of two things in relationship to the bank. You are either the account holder or the account owner. Which do you think you are? You're the holder. holder. Yes. Yeah. That means, according to this case, there's two, two of these cases. One is called uh, 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 Caledonia National Bank versus McPherson. Money deposited in a bank without special arrangement becomes the property of the bank. The moment the money is deposited, it becomes the property of the bank. All you, you get is you get the right to draw therein, and the title, the prima facie, passes to the bank. Now, what good is it if you have drawing rights but the bank can call in their no, property no, no. anytime. This is so, what the, the so great is, taking thing was all about. Is it this, all this stuff? Right. I know, man. So, so secondly, um, um, the, uh, what you don't realize too is you also gave the bank a power of attorney, not a limited power of attorney, a power of attorney. Okay. Now, if you give me your power of attorney, Ernst, I can take everything from you. Okay. So we we signed an unconscionable agreement with the bank. First of all, we the bank uh, became the owner of our deposits. Uh, we gave them a power of attorney by operation of law. And then thirdly, 
is is uh, the jurisdiction. Okay, remember in law, jurisdiction is everything. If a judge does not have jurisdiction, there's nothing he can do. He cannot rule. Uh, America can uh, the the United States cannot tax Russian citizens because they have no jurisdiction. End of story. Over over Russian well, they citizens, claim jurisdiction over U.S. people they, anywhere else they, on the planet, <laughs> right? Because U.S. citizens are securities and they're property of the United States. So that's why, because you dummy went ahead and said you are uh, you are Ernest Hancock. Ooh! You you said you were you Ernest Hancock. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyways, all right. So on the banking thing, you yeah. say unless. <clears throat> another right. agreement. Right. Now okay, that, so is that trust part of that, that agreement? Absolutely, because this is where this ding, comes ding, in. Ding, 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 Now, so smart. Without, it says money deposited in the bank without special arrangement becomes a problem. Now, let me read from the second the second case. Uh, Montana, special Montana Wyoming, special. Uh, uh, of, uh, I, I can't even pronounce that, uh, of Credit Men versus Commercial National Bank. Um, and it says here that... Um, uh, if I can just find it here real quick here. Um, deposit is a general one of which the bank becomes the owner. Um, Bastard. It talks about special deposit versus general deposits. All your deposits goes into the bank as a general deposit. A special deposit is where they have to set aside the money. They can't, they can't necessarily loan that money out. So if there's a run on the bank, you know, so... Now remember, God, audience, does this sound a lot like my David Webb conversation? A great taking. I'm telling you, this look, is details of all le- of this. Let stuff. me tell you something. Uh, it's already gone, man. Contr- <laughs> you, you just have to remember one thing: contract is law, and law is contract. Okay. Now, and I always tell people, I said to, I say to people, and sometimes I address some some pastors of churches, and I said, listen. Uh, you didn't read your banking agreement. You didn't read your mortgage agreement. I said, I said, why did you sell your birthright? You did exactly what Esau did with Jacob when he sold his his birthright for a bowl of lentil soup, because either through dele- through instant gratification or he didn't read the contract. He didn't. He it was in one year. Or he didn't other understand year. it. Or he didn't understand you know, it. I, I read to the point where I yeah. go, okay, gobbledygook. I get it. You know. But um, so I don't trust. Now, on, 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 it also says, according to majority cases, where there is no definite understanding. In other words, if you don't have a definite understanding, if you don't have a contract with the bank, right, between the deposit and the bank as to the ownership of the paper. In other words, when 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 I go and open up a bank account for the trust, I want you to understand one thing. That's why I'm not the only guy out there setting up common law trusts. But this is a very important thing that I want everybody to understand. That if the bank is the owner of the trust deposits, it's not a trust anymore. Do you understand that? If the trustee loses even 1% control over that trust, it's not a trust anymore. Then you now have a statutory trust controlled by, uh, by the bank, which is, which is essentially you know an agent for the Federal Reserve. Um, okay. And so it's very important that when we go to the bank and set up a, a bank account for the trust, this is why I go with people to the bank where I've trained some people around the country to do this, that we give the bank a contract, an agreement. It's that, and that contract, it would state, clearly state, first of all, that the trust is the owner of the, of the bank of the deposits, that uh, the bank's power of attorney is limited only to banking fees and monthly, monthly charges. And we address things like jurisdiction and a few other things. It's so, very important. Well, you got to have a bank willing to do that, which is yes. why we went to. Hey, I want to ask you guys: Do you guys want to come back tomorrow and? 
No, no, we we, we got we got to no, wrap it up. We, we got to wrap it up. We could go on and yeah. on. The reason I'm standing out is because Donna take over for a second. I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But the uh, you know this has been really interesting. We need to talk more. Um, well, you're going to be going back to Phoenix this evening, or yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, we're going to ride. We can talk yeah. off air. You guys don't get it. Ha, ha, ha. But I will go ahead and, you know, and we'll walk this process if, through. There's it, a couple of things that there, I want to do. If there is an interest, we can, have a, we can have another discussion on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, yeah. On we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do that. Go ahead and right. give out your commercial. Go ahead and uh, make sure people know your web page and uh, <laughs> uh, what you can do, okay. uh, uh, the services that you provide, everything. Go ahead. Go, man. Okay, well, plain and simple. Just go and visit the the site called theinvisibletrust.org, and uh, and uh, if uh, go go through the slide, uh, the trust presentation. Okay, uh, go through there, and and uh, at the end of my my trust presentation, uh, you will pass trust one hundred and one. Okay, because guys. Trust is not that hard, okay? And you don't ever have to pick up a trust book and bury your trust, your, your head in a trust manual. Trust is very, very simple, and I try to make it simple. And anytime it's complicated, the devil is in the details. And, right. and all of these attorneys, if you're going to have attorneys set you up with a trust, it's a statutory trust, okay? And very likely, you're going to be the grantor also of that trust, meaning that the trust can be taxed. But um, uh, so learn more about this. If any of you guys are, are interested, I basically the only the reason why I set up a religious trust for two reasons because number one is there's First Amendment protection, okay, uh, and secondly we have we have laws in this country where you cannot discriminate against black people, gay people, and religion, okay. So when it's a religion, and then then the banks cannot uh, it deters the banks from. Being able to say no, we're not, you know, we're not going to give you a bank account, or from possibly closing the bank ah, account. Ah, good and, point. Good and point. it's also going to make your passage in America more because later on, when you call your trust Helping Hands Christian Ministry Trust, and you now, um, um, you know, have uh, have quit claim deed your your house into that trust. Well, guess what? Um, the the county officials are going to think. Carefully before they're going to come and and and, and attack this church, atta- attack this this religion. Okay, and and you know, I'll just leave it at that. So check it out if you guys are are want to learn more about this. Um, you know, reach out to me. And uh, well, they're going to be learning more about it because we're going to be walking through and uh, work. Give me give me some time to digest this. But yeah, yeah. How available are you? I mean, you're. You happen to be in Arizona now, but you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm in Arizona right now. And, well, I mean, you're, you. Yeah. You live in Europe, in South Africa. No, you're all. I mean, where? Are yeah, you? I'm. I'm. I'm all over the place. I. You know, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm an international traveler, but I, I. I'm at least back in the U.S. at least every three months. Okay. okay. So I mean, and yeah. you're you know, available <laughs> online, and we can go through. Pri- yeah. All right. So, and do we want to give out price, or does it depend, or you know? Uh, yeah, how, how you want? Yeah, you know. I I won't announce the price right now on the um, on the on the show. I don't list the price, but reach out to me and I'll 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 we'll we'll talk about the uh, you know it's basically it's not free. <laughs> no, it's not free. Absolutely, <laughs> but but what I want you what everybody to understand is that what going to the bank and doing this requires a little bit of skill because um, and this is the skill that I've perfected over the years because sometimes we get resistance at the bank where they don't want to open up the account or they'll ask questions. 
that you're not going to know. So I go to the bank with you and hold your hand. Or I've trained a few people around the country to do just that. So if you're in a certain region, like in Florida or whatever, you know. Well, you just did this process for Peter. I just I just set Peter up with the trust. So Peter, now his whole business. Uh, the beautiful thing is his business. All the revenue generated by this is now donated to the trust. Okay. So so. Um, Okay, let me ask you so, this. So, Do you even have to fill out a tax form? No, the trust will not. Boom, I'm in. No. I just, I'm uh, tired. Yeah, actually, it's, and, it's, and it's 100% legal and it's recognized by the IRS. So uh, I will give you guys a hint. You can go and Google and type in uh, 26 USC 508C1A and look for the term mandatory exception. The IRS says that by mandatory exception, okay, uh, okay, that, say that slower. Get your pen. Yeah. Hey, Brian, I know everybody. Wait, 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 wait. Get to your computer. Right. Put up a, you know, a search or something. Okay, okay. Now say this slowly. All right. Think, think of this as a five hundred one c three. We all know what a five hundred one c three is. It's a tax exempt organization. Yeah, too many meetings but, and forms. But, uh, but, but without without the strings attached. So it it's basically a five hundred one c three with mandatory exceptions. In other words. Uh, uh, this type of entity does not have to file, ever file with the IRS, according to the IRS's own, the, the horse's mouth, okay? Or have to, have, to, uh, uh, have to report income or have to report anything. But remember, the trust does not receive income. It receives donations, okay? Okay, go Inc- ahead and give this out again. Everybody's ready. They've got their fingers on the keyboard. They're ready. 26 USC 508C1A, okay? 26 USC 508C1A. 508C1A. And it's, it talks about mandatory exceptions. And so uh, uh, you're going to find that uh, it says that, that churches, associations of churches, auxiliaries of churches, and conventions. So okay? this is when we were doing Con- a uh, different trust and so on, and uh, uh, 501C3s, and probably like 10, 12 yeah. people were doing this, the- and then they had the IRS... They were denying conservatives no, but, and different yeah. groups. So well, this they can't. It's mandated. Ab- you can't deny. Absolutely, All unless right. unless you are part of the ninety nine percent of churches in America that choose to form themselves, structure themselves as Irish churches, known as five hundred one C. I'm sorry, five one C three, because those are those are incorporated churches. And yeah, the, no, I've, and the government we've done, we've done shows and, on that, and That's, the Irish have jurisdiction over them, probably. but over this they do not. Thanks for coming on. You know, this has been great, Kobus. I it was it was it was worth coming up here to do this for a lot of reasons and meet some new people and so on. This was fun. But we got, you know, yeah. dang it, we we spent all after yeah, it's getting cold, man. Yeah. You know? It's kinda you know, it's it's warm, it's seventy, eighty degrees and then you know, the sun goes down and you're in the mountain dead and cold. And I'm getting cold. Yeah. So peace. Thank you very much, Kobus. This is and the the, the website, so you guys know, is TheInvisibleTrust.org. TheInvisibleTrust.org. Thank you very much. Hey!
to the free state And you're looking for some real estate Well, I know a guy who's really great It's the Realtor Mark Warden Now you can learn more about the awesome things happening here in New Hampshire In our march toward liberty in our lifetime Our friends at Porcupine Real Estate are hosting a series of webinars to educate you on the expanded freedoms enjoyed by New Hampshire citizens. Reserve your seat today at move.freetalklive.com. Topics include gun freedom, medical freedom, and political freedom victories. They also have a couple on best practices for moving to the free state and finding housing. These webinars are super helpful and free to attend once you've registered at move.freetalklive.com. Visit their YouTube channel, Porcupine Real Estate, for videos from past presentations and sign up for upcoming webinars for free at move.freetalklive.com. Porcupineralestate.com